right, we'll go again. All right, three, two, one. What up, everybody? Episode number 73. It's your boy Z and El Kukui. We got a lot for you today. We have Rich turned into a middle of the night macho man, Randy Savage. Did you? Well, you know, we'll get into that quick. But yeah, we have so much more. Big Steve, actually, I, I realized that he was in the in-show um, thread when it comes to the chat. And so much more. So, baseline tray, let's get started. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens. And come and spend a day in the 757. What up, everybody? Episode number 73. It's your boy, Steve El Kukui. What's up? what's going on man you got i see you got your mic today you sound decent but the thing that sucks is that now you have your mic i'm actually on location today because i am um, chilling with the family in vegas and yeah. i brought all of my equipment except an xlr cable to actually plug my shit in so we're going straight up off of the computer microphone today so it'll it'll be a good show regardless man how are you doing good man how's vegas treating you cool it's it's been it's been really fun man um i actually did fremont street for the first time ever oh uh, so, yeah i love fremont I, i've never been there dog there's so much shit that um yeah it, it's definitely um you know what I, I was a little disappointed on um the actual the like street performers and shit like, right there there was there was one dude that had a sign Right, and he had like a little bucket mm-hmm. for tips, whatever. He had a sign right. that said, um, "I'm only here to look at boobs and butts." And he and and people were like dropping money. He wasn't doing nothing. He was just standing there. I was like, "That's one of their performers." All right, you know. And, um, <laughs> that's was, class. Was, that's Vegas class at its finest. Yeah, that's Fremont Street, 100. percent Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, my girl's been to Fremont Street a million times, so she was like. She was like, oh, so what did you, was it what you expected or, you know, and it was everything I expected, you know, there was just, Doug, the one thing I can't get over here in Vegas is how much it just smells like weed the entire time. Oh, yeah. The entire fucking city, Doug, like, I thought when we were on Fremont Street, it smells like, like everybody next to you smoke what most people next to you are smoking, right? But, um. Like we left the hotel, and as soon as we left the hotel, it was like there's like a stench in the air. Um, so I don't know if it just got legalized in Vegas or what, but people are going fucking nuts. What's crazy is on Fremont Street. If you go to those um, those little like little like uh, mini market liquor type stores, they have like they sell joints. They can't have more than like I think point zero three percent THC in it, but they sell them right there in the store. So since they sell them legal, everyone blazes those too, and those smell like weed, but they don't really get you high. But um, but those smell like weed, and they sell them right there in the liquor store on Fremont Street as you're walking through. Mm-hmm. I know, cause I know, cause I bought a couple, and they were yeah. weak. But but still, I didn't know that they had that low of THC when I bought them. But uh, yeah, man. Um, so I think that too, with people blazing those up, and then people blazing real weed, and then 
It, it's trendy, bro. Let, let's face it. I'm an old schooler, so no bullshit. I mean, I hate to date myself, but I remember when I had buddies that lived in Nevada, and they threatened you with like years in jail over a seed and a stem, and now all of a sudden they think they're New Amsterdam. But hey, I, I like it, so I, I like going there and checking it out, and uh, it's cool. We've we've come that far where you just walk around smelling weed like it's no big thing. Yeah, you know what though? I, that's actually something I wanted to ask you because you are a. Um I would say a 420 um, expert when it comes to, to everything. And one thing that I don't understand is that there's so many ways now to ingest, you know, THC and they have it fucking, you have it in drinks, you have it in um, edibles, you have it in and fucking drops. You can do every everything imaginable now of a way you can get it into your body. And um, a lot of hey, bro. Here, I, I think I think I think they even have a product that Rich would like. They have suppositories, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, those are the true Dicky Doolittles. Oh my! No, actually, I saw some of those, and they said um, as used by Rich Davis, and they had a picture of him. Um, hey, but code 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 Rich, and you get a discount. <laughs> code word Rich um, for the referral code. Yeah, you know what. Um, <laughs> But no, I, one thing that I don't get is, is what is the appeal to smoking with all of the options? What do you mean? Like what's the preferred, the preferred preferred method? Well, well, I'm saying why, why is it that, that so many people, like I said, when we were on Fremont street, so many people are actually smoking when there's so many other ways to to ingest it. Is it just, Uh, it's just just ritual? Is it just... No, it's the buzz. I mean, because if you eat it or, you know, if you eat it or you take pills or you ingest it like orally um, where it goes through, you know, your system, it's a different effect. Well, I I understand that uh, that when you well, you know, I guess that's the answer. But um, because I've heard Joe Rogan talk about when you actually eat edibles, um, your body, your body processes it differently. And it's more of a Mm -hmm. psychedelic high. You know, and and um, and sometimes almost like a drunk too, because sometimes you get where, you, you know, you get you get like sloppy if you eat enough of it. Oh really? Yeah, you can you can get where you don't want to move, and you get like sloppy. It's it's yeah, it's not, it, and it affects everybody different. But um, and I don't like that. Like for me, that's not my ideal, bro. I don't. I mean, I'm cool, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think I think a lot of times two people do that, especially in Vegas, because they like to crossfade. They want to go in there and drink some beers and take some shots and party, and then you go have a halftime show outside, right? Go smoke a blunt, and then you come back in and you start partying, and then maybe another hour, hour later you go back outside. And I think it's the mix of the two. You know, and and again, if you did, it's not the same with edibles. If you were to do that, it's a whole you're going to sleep. It's it's different. No, you know what? It's funny that you say that because I remember my one of my homies, fucking smoker of all time, right? So, right. Um, I gave them to him because like I'm not gonna fucking use these, right? So I gave them to him, and I was like, hey, I was like, so I asked him the next day, how's that um, cookie? And um, I guess he didn't pay attention to the milligrams. And he was like, I was just stuck the entire night. He said he was out on his couch, he didn't fucking move. And I guess that is another reason because when somebody's been smoking like forever, they know their right. tolerance. They know what they're getting from who. They know, you know. So like when right, I ate right. this cookie, he didn't fucking move for twelve hours. You know, he just stayed sitting on the couch. Yeah, dude. And that, and that's then to me that also um, I don't know. When I was a kid, and we did it. The challenge was always to see uh how much we could burn and still function like nothing ever happened and 
how could we keep it from everybody so they didn't know right so so how do we how do we how do we function like do that but nobody know right so like we were just like being slick like that was the challenge and that was the game so anything that made me do that i wasn't i'm just you got shit to do bro i can't do all that bro i can't waste a day 12 hours just sitting there to sit there you know what i mean like i'm a dad bro i'm a grown-up i just i can't do that i mean that would have to be like some camping trip once a year or you know what i'm saying like something like a like a special special occasion but but that's why that i don't i don't i don't get down like that myself yeah it was, it was funny though because uh and this dude he just had like his like third kid and yeah i don't think it went over very well at his pad because he he wasn't expecting it to hit him like that you know and it was funny because he said he had like half of it and then he uh -huh. was like i'm cool that didn't do shit he didn't realize how long it was going to take to actually kick in so then he had the right. other half and then he said he was fucking stuck so well hey warning out there and warning out there to anyone listening feeling a little experimental uh, mushrooms do the same thing so uh make sure you wait extra before you eat that second batch give yourself yeah. another 30 minutes yeah that's um that's crazy man but but yeah that was i mean that that's been my experience so far last night me and my girl went out we um we went to i don't know i guess there's like some shit on planet hollywood where they got like this all these shots and shit like like all these but it's called something it's called like um, Mill Ave or Million something Ave or some, it's not Mill Ave. That's in Phoenix. So I'm tripping, but there was some shit. But we went and then we we ended up leaving there. We went down the strip and it was cool, man. I lost all kinds of money that I didn't have and um, it, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, it, it's been a, a good good day, um, a good weekend actually. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been fun, man. Just doing all the normal shit in Vegas. We ate at some place called. Um, Cabo Wabo or some shit last oh, night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The what's his name? I, I what's that guy's name? I forgot. Cabo Ooh. Sammy Hagar. That's the Sammy oh, yeah. Hagar place. Yeah, this motherfucker. Uh, is it his place or is it just he eats there a lot? I think he had he owned that and the tequila at one point. If I'm if I'm correct, I believe so. Because yeah, there was everywhere you look. There's pictures of Sammy Hagar. And um, what did my girl ask me? She was like is that she was like is that led zeppelin or some shit and i was like oh my goodness like, let's fucking just go but yeah no there was pictures of sammy hagar with like fucking everybody you could think of all over the place like i saw a yeah. picture of him and the dude from nickelback and i was like whoa that's a that's a trip you know like the fucking pop punk or pop rock dude and then the fucking one of the old school rock dudes so that was cool um but it, it was cool man i mean i i enjoyed it the food there was dope the um our server was, I, I wasn't buying his accent. Um, no. Fucker. No, he, he had um, like this, I don't know, I don't even know what his accent was, but it, it was just like very, very over the top. And maybe it was, maybe that's just the way he was, but I was like, this motherfucker isn't, isn't whatever the fuck he's trying to be, you know? But he's, sne he's sneaky for the extra. He wants that, uh, he wants the foreign tip, bro. You're supposed to tip a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it ended up being a fucking shit ton, but um, it was still it was a good time. Um, the dude was really nice. I mean, I I told my girl I was like I really like this guy. He was really cool. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a good time. But enough of that shit, man. What's it's been going on for the week? How how the week go for you? 
Good, man. There's one thing that it hit, it hit directly home, bro, and that's when uh, Kavino was talking about Jordan opening up stuff and just taking one or two bites and being done. And, uh, and, it, and it hit home because my chick, that's what I call her, bro. Her nickname is Nibbles because she does the same thing. And she'll get like, we'll go to the store and, uh, you know, for like movie night or we're just hanging out, chilling, maybe tossing a couple back and chiefing or she don't, but, you know, whatever. And we're kicking it. And literally, she'll get four or five snacks, dude, and she'll open it, and she'll eat a couple. She might even feed me a couple, right? And then she's done. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then she's on to the next bag. And then, like, every, like, it's a cycle. But every 20 or 30 minutes, she'll nibble out of the bags again. And so uh, that, that, that's, that was her nickname. And she calls me Scoops because I'm like, Cavino, I want to kill the whole bag. You don't open the Sour Patch, give, give me one or two and call it a day. Like, let's, let's eat some Sour Patch, you know? Like, you just, you just open the can of worms. It's, it's time to devour that thing and um so no that 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 hit home man it really did it was funny because you sent me a video of your big ass mug and then her little ass fucking what was it like not even a coffee cup it was like it was fucking tiny if, if it was espresso it would probably hold one or two shots bro it was it was yeah. it, was, it, was, it was, the cup was like this big dude i mean yeah. <laughs> i think my fingers are too fat to get in the in the holder bro it was it was like a, a baby cup no, and then last time you sent me a picture of her happy now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She don't. She gets to have. We go to McDonald's. She's getting a number, a cheeseburger with or a hamburger with no onions. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, when I saw that shit, I was like, "Fuck, dog." I, you know, I thought about. I think I even told you I might have been to Texas was months ago now, but I was thinking, I was like, "Damn, maybe I need to start eating like that." I was like, "Cause my ass starts." I don't even. To me, that's not even an option. I'm not even like, oh, you know what? Maybe I could happy meal. She's like. No, that's just her go-to. You know, that's yeah, hilarious. no, I, no, no. Yeah, I'm not trying to get four bites of a burger and like nine fries. I, I need the, yeah. I want the sleeve, bro. If it don't have yellow and red on the back of the sleeve, I don't want it. It can't be the paper bag. Doug, um, I have a question real quick. Uh, I, I know we'll, we'll get into some more um, CNR shit right now, but I have a question when it comes to the, um, to actually like people forgetting like little shit. If you go to like McDonald's or some shit. Um, are you the person that will like call and make a big ass deal if they forgot like something that's not like huge? Like, okay, I understand if they forgot like a burger or something, you're kind of pissed, but, um, I'll give you an example. Um, it was like maybe a month ago or not even a couple weeks ago. I got my daughter a happy meal. Right. And it comes with her. She gets the nugget. So it comes with the nuggets and then the apple slices and like French fries or whatever. Right. Well, they didn't put her french fries in there, right? And I was just like, oh, fuck it. I was like, that that sucks, but oh well, you know? And I had got the Happy Meal. We went to my mom's house. And my mom was like thinking it was the end of the world. Are you going to call them? Are you going to go back? That's fucked up. They didn't, they don't, you know, like they're going to get away with it. And like, you know, making this big ass deal. And I was like, like you said, it was like nine french fries. Like, you know, and to me, it wasn't worth calling fucking now i'm gonna go pick up something and it's gonna have spit in it or you know i'm just like, right that i was like to me it wasn't worth it it was just like oh well um are you somebody that will fuck it if it was something like that said that happened to you and your daughter when she was a kid or your girl let's say your girl um they forgot her happy meal fucking french fries no well it's it's funny that you say that because uh yesterday it happened we got a go-to spot that we go and get tacos and uh, we ordered some food yesterday and um anyways normally we, we you know we go there and that everything's perfect 
Well, I got some nachos, bro. They forgot the cheese, sour cream, and the guacamole. And uh, I was just like, it was just the beans and the carne asada, bro. And I was like, man, I'm grubbing on them. But the chips were good because they just fried them up right there on the spot. Mm. And uh, I was debating even going to ask that. You know what I mean? Just because I didn't want to be a pain in the ass. And ultimately, I didn't. I just let it slide. I was already getting full, ate what I could, and... I didn't even bring it up, dude. But I'm staring at the picture on the truck, and I'm like, mine don't look like that. You know what yeah. I mean? But, but uh, no, no, I just see, and that, that's a bigger deal. That's something that I would have questioned as well. Like, damn, like I think I might have gone back for something like that. I, but I would, I was, I think I would have been right on the fence with you. Like, is it really worth it? Is it like to go? You know, like it sucks, but I mean, shit's gonna happen from time to time. You know, but. So. And I did, and I did, and I didn't because I the time before that when we went, we had um, ordered some food and they forgot our molita, and we went up there and they hooked us up. And then um, even yesterday, I went with my my girl's son, and we always split food. Like I'll order a quesadilla and he'll get a torta, and then we'll like share half. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they forgot they didn't cut the torta, so he had already went back and asked him to cut it. So I just didn't I didn't want to be that guy, even though I felt it was serious enough, right? Like I should have went up yeah. there and said something, but I just all the food was good. It's always good. They take care of us. I just fuck it. I didn't say nothing. Do you think that's more of like our parents' mentality? Like, do you think your parents would do something like that? Like, go back and be like, "No, nah, fuck that," or is it just yeah, I do type of people? I do. I think because they, I think we all have it easier nowadays than, than they did than all the older generations before us. I think the value of of things was more appreciated, and so I think that maybe you know they worked hard for little. Where now you know you got chicks with only fans getting thousands you know what i'm saying like i don't think the value of, of money is it's felt in our generation and younger generations the way that the value was to them because i think maybe they literally didn't have shit you know what i'm saying like they couldn't splurge you know like i've been to hawaii like 20 times bro my parents never been to hawaii you know what i'm saying and and so I don't know, man. I, th I think maybe, you know, but my mom would always talk about she worked on a dairy farm and she worked all week and they gave her a candy bar at the end of the week. So I think that's probably part of where the value came from. Where us, you know, I was a hustler, bro. I had paper routes and selling candy at school and trading baseball cards. And I, I just my mentality was different. So I think that their 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 way of saving is, is different than mine. Although I save money for sure. But I think the overall mentality was is different nowadays. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think that that's very true because I just think about, um, I don't know, to, to us, I remember one time, I must have been like eight years old, right? And my mom had me like run into like the convenience store and pay for gas or some shit. And um, or whatever the fuck it was. And I remember the, the I had paid and the change was like 10 cents or some shit. And I was like, oh, keep it. And I fucking left, right? And my right. mom had a fucking cow. Dog, I must have been in like second grade and I remember this shit like it was yesterday because um, she she was like, oh yeah, like where's the change or whatever? And I was like, oh, I told him to keep it. And she was like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, yeah, what? Like what's the big deal? You know, it's 10 cents or whatever the fuck it was. And right. um, her argument was like, well, she made my little ass go back in there and get my fucking change, you know? But her argument was like, if you were short that 10 cents or that 25 cents or whatever it was, they wouldn't have let your ass fucking leave. So why the fuck are you going to give it to them if they wouldn't give it to you, you know? And I was kind of right. like, all right, man, I've got some. My little ass went back in second grade like, can I have my 10 cents or whatever the fuck it was, you know? 
Hey, I remember. I got a good one for you. I remember even the generation before my pops. Like, the dude I was named after. Uh, my pops named me after this dude. Um, my middle name, anyways. And uh, so he was over at the house one day. And I remember my pops would smoke. You know, back in the day when the parents smoked cigarettes in the house, right? I'm still from that generation. So uh, he would throw the cigarette butts in, in the fireplace. And I remember uh, his, the dude's name was Jay Eaton. I remember he came over one day. And he looked at the fireplace. And he looked at all my pops. And he goes, look at all that money. He goes, look at all that money. And within like a month or two, my dad quit smoking cigarettes, bro. But but that was his, the generation before him where he was like, he looked at it. He looked at all the cigarette butts and he goes, look at all that money. And, and that's all he said. He left it at that. And then, um, but uh, I think even that generation looked at things a little different too, you know? I think yeah. as, as we get younger, we get less frugal. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy because um, I can, you know, I can really see that as far as like, I think... I've, I've done the same shit when I see people smoking and shit. Just being like how fucking expensive shit is. I'm like, God damn, you're wasting that much fucking money on cigarettes. Like, and I, I don't know. So I think I would have done the same thing. Been like, look at all that fucking money if I was in like a homie's pad, you know? But for, um, for sure. That's crazy, man. But, um, oh, but when it comes, it's funny. When it comes to the nibble shit for like, um, you know, it made me laugh because like, for me, I'm not really like, oh, let me have a, piece of that or fucking whatever but if it's something new then i'm like i'm like it's rude if you don't fucking offer it to me or if i right i'm like hey let me have a fucking bite of it or some shit and then you're like you know like make the biggest deal but if it's something dog like like kavino was saying um it could be like she'll get like jordan will get like the little oreo 100 calorie pack or some shit you know like the baby oreos or he said something along those lines and he'll be like, oh, oh, what do you got over there? Let me have <laughs> you know? And it made me yeah. laugh because if it's shit like that, that, you know, like Doritos or whatever the fuck, something that's very common, it doesn't, it doesn't phase me. But um, I'm not a big snacker, though. I think that's part of it. Me, like, obviously, I eat food. And I think that's where a majority of my shit comes from is, like, I'm just, like, a meal person. Like, I'll, I'll fucking... I have 37 meals a day, but I'm not like a snacking type of person, you know, like my girl, she'll like to grab like goodies and shit. And like, um, my sister, my sister loves like hot Cheetos and shit like that. I've never been like that type of person, but, um, so I don't know, maybe that's why I'm not like, Hey, let me have, let me have a couple of those, you know? Right. Um, right. But, but it just, it cracks me up though, because, um, it was, I found it a little weird that, it was like normal everyday shit. He'll be like, "Hey, let me have a sip of that." Like that was the thing that made me laugh the most. Is he'll want a drink of whatever the fuck he's drinking, and that made me laugh. I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same way though, bro. That's the funny part. And the, the funny part with me is I'm the same way. And my chick knows good and damn well she's not gonna finish it. So she's more than willing to give you some of anything she's got her hands on because yeah. she knows she ain't gonna finish it, bro. So she is always more than willing to share everything. And I'm like Covino, so it's a win-win. That that's funny as hell because, and it it just made me laugh because I could just picture them on the couch like watching, fucking Tombstone or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. Yellowstone or whatever the fuck that people watch these days, and then him be like, hey, um, let me have a drink of that water or whatever he does something like super common, but but he just wants a drink because she has it, you know? Right, then, right. Um, that just it makes me laugh because I'm like, where does that come from? Like I'm like. Um, is it like the oldest child thing? Are you the oldest child? 
I'm the only, so You're it could be a little bit. Yeah. Of like where, where you're like, wait, 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 hold on. I'm used to getting shit only for me, so let me have some of that, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. If no, she is. got me. She, she got. She got me spoiled. Like I said, she knows she ain't gonna finish it. So half the time, I don't gotta ask. She'll just start feeding me. Like she'll take one, feed me one, and I'm like, all right, this is great. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's a trip. It made me laugh because I was like, I'm not really like that. If it's something different or new, then maybe I'll be like, yeah, let me have a, a let me try that shit, you know. But if it's something more common, I'm not. I mean, you would think I would, but um, yeah, but and had, I, and, uh, I and I chief, so I mean, half the time I'm willing to take whatever she's got. It all looks and sounds good at all times. So I'm like, hey, okay, cool. Have you been watching um, any of the A and E documentaries that they've been having on the like WWF and shit? No, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. I've been watching. Uh, I've seen I think all of them. Except um, I, I've only seen like half of the Macho Man one, right? But um, but dog, uh, they're all fucking. They they've been so good, and I think it's because uh, I grew up like a huge wrestling fan, and I caught like the ass end of the '80s, early '90s shit from like my dad and my brother and shit. You know where they were like, my dad and my brother were all about like Superfly Snuka and fucking um, Rocky Johnson, and you know all the old yeah movies and. For me, my generation, where it was like my main shit, was like the Attitude Era with um, Stone Cold and The Rock and all that shit. So watching these documentaries, it's funny because it takes me back to like, you know, being young and I, I can't get enough of that shit. So, like when I watched the Booker T one, I was kind of checked out of wrestling. Which I was always, hey, I, I was always confused too. How come he just wasn't Booker fucking G, right? Why the T, bro? Like, someone should have told him Booker G, right? Because he was a G. You know, uh, I, I don't even... They didn't even really mention how he um, got his nickname in the show because, um, well, the documentary that they did, they they actually, they talked about him and his brother, Stevie Ray, where his brother's real name is Lash, L-A-S-H. And I'm like, damn, that would have been okay. a cool wrestling name, you know? Like, Lash, you know? And But he went by Stevie Ray. And... Then they have Stevie Ray and Booker T. So I was right. a fan of them in the Harlem Heat at WCW. By the time right. that merger came and Vince McMahon bought out WCW, and then they had that controversy where they had to go from WWF to WWE, I was kind of checked out. I think that was when I went into like maybe eighth grade or some shit, and I was like more interested in chicks than fucking wrestling yeah. at that point, you know? That's a that's about where I tapped out too. You know, so um so it's funny because like I saw documentaries um, not on Annie because Annie's been doing like superstars, you know, classic dudes or whatever. But I saw um, they have other documentaries and they had one on like some chick that I've never heard of and like some dude like dog like if they have if they have one on like there's a guy named like Roman Reigns. If they had a right, documentary right. on him, I couldn't give two shits about him because I don't know who the fuck no. he is, you know. And so right. it's crazy because, like, I, I think of, like, the Mike Durbin's, shout out to the homie, or the fucking, you know, Marty Vasquez, or those people who are still, like, all up in it. That uh-huh. would be cool for them. But I don't, to me, I, I don't, like, even, like, John Cena, like, I know who me he is. Me either. Yeah. You know? But I don't, I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about, like, his gimmick. Or I just know that he wore fucking jean shorts to wrestle. You know, that's right, all right. I know about him. So, um. 
I, I tapped out I tapped out right about the time uh Hogan went to the NWO even. So I didn't even I mean I seen some of the stuff obviously when when The Rock was on there, it was blowing up. So you seen it obviously in like USA and, and same with Stone Cold, you know, like I seen some of it, but I tapped out even before that. I'm a Andre the Giant, you know, Nikolai Volkov, Iron Sheik, um obviously oh yeah, Macho Man yeah. Randy Savage. Uh, I feel like Mean Gene in his prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bobby the Brain Heenan um you know demolition um what were the other ones there was a bunch of them i forgot you remember the, the, uh, what was it irs or that fu that fucking dude that would come with fucking briefcase and his suit and shit like the t ted dibiase Ma no, million dollar man it wasn't ted dibiase there was a dude i think he went by irs where um he would come and like he had like a white button up with suspenders and the briefcase like he was like a tax man type of shit that was that was in that same generation I remember the first Undertaker, bro, because there's been like three, right? Yeah. Remember the first Undertaker I thought was the best. Like, this dude that retired, that's cool. But um, I thought the first one, the first Undertaker was the best. No, it's um, the same dude. It's just he's just had different, um, like, eras of him. I don't know, man. I think the first one was a different guy. No, the, it, it's I, the same dude. His name's um, Mark Calloway. He yeah. Was, he, was, like, he, he, he was like Marvelous Mark or some shit. When he was in like WCW or NWA or some shit back in the day, he was this tall, like six foot eight, redheaded white guy with a mullet. And it, you see him back in the day, he looked huge. He looked like Razor Ramon, like, like jacked, right? And right. Um, he had on like Stone Cold Steve Austin little draws, and um, that was his like wrestling attire. And then when he came to the WWF as um, as the Undertaker. It's funny because like they had like dyed his hair and shit and um but you could still see like in his beard like there was like some red in his beard and shit and um, yeah there was a point where hold on what's up Bubba? A Oreo? Yeah. I'm bringing on a little bit folks when I'm done. Mommy's right there, why don't you tell mommy? Alright. Um there was a point where Undertaker actually he had like broke his eye socket or some shit and he had to wear a mask right for like a month or some shit and then um they came back with like a undertaker versus undertaker because there was like a fake undertaker but mark calloway no, i remember that yeah i remember dude. that so mark calloway the actual undertaker he's been the same dude since like 93 or some shit all the way up until like fucking um because then he came hold on what Okay, well, that's up to you and mommy. Go over there, bub. Oh. Ooh, you're about to see she get real, dog. <laughs> Can we? Hold on, all right? Yep. All right, cool. Um, but um, they even had that, like, little run of Undertaker as, like, the American badass Undertaker, which I thought the was the weakest shit of all time. But, yeah, um, but it's been the same dude for the most part. Oh, okay. Um, hey, uh, did you hear when I when I called in? The, the feedback was there, and you couldn't hear nothing. Oh yeah, that shit. Oh, yeah, and it was funny because uh, when I first heard it, I was like, "What's going on here?" But it was, I think it was you, and then like one or two other dudes after the fact, and um, then they were like, "Oh, Covino even apologized like on be all of your guys' behalf." He was like, "It wasn't them." because um 
spot was having some kind of feedback shit. Yeah, it was weird because I, I thought I because you know, remember in the in the Maxim days and and the serious days when you would call in, you would hear like you would hear them like ahead, right? Like you were behind a little or you were ahead a little bit. So when you get off the when you get off the phone, you can still have a chance to hear like part of the end of the conversation with you in it, right? Yeah, there was like and a so, 10 second delay or some shit, you know? Right. So it, it kind of sounded like that, but when you talked, it echoed. So I was like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. But uh, uh but no, I I had I was calling in though, bro, because that was a hot topic. And I think that man it's it's tough bro because if you get all the benefits you got to make like 30 or 35 bucks an hour bro to, to equal that in real life if they take it away like by the time you get the food the, you know you get everything that they have to give if you qualify for every program um you know especially now they're getting, you're getting extra scratch it's tough because in real life that's a lot of money to pay for dude when, when you don't receive any of it mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean yeah no um that conversation actually in general it was like it, it, I go, it's, I go still back and forth with it because, um, you're talking about when they were talking about like raising the minimum wage and shit, right? Right. Because think about it like this. I was thinking about it, dude. I've worked now in the last nine months for three bomb ass companies. Good. They're dope. Right. And they all have great benefit plans. But even with that being said, Aetna and Blue Cross, I still got to pay 30 bones to go to the doctor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not how you should reward people. Yeah, you know, um, it's true, especially, like, um, <laughs> I know, like, in Arizona, we have um, we have something called Access, which is, like, their government assistance medi- medical shit, right? And um, it's funny because, yeah, my shit is, like, I don't know what mine is, but somebody who has, um, like, that government shit, they're going and getting, like, 100% shit taken care of. And it's just right. it's a trip, though. You know, like, I trip out because, like, I had mentioned something about, um, I'm not going to say who exactly, but I'm just going to say there was somebody that I know of that um, is getting unemployment, right? They have mm-hmm. their housing, um, so they're paying like 170 bucks like for their house or whatever, because like, the government takes care of like what, like 80% of it or some shit or whatever. Right, and so they right. have their unemployment, they have their housing they have a job where they get paid under the table and um, and they have like nutrition assistance and all this shit. And I'm just like, damn, they are like working the but system. That's the, like- but that's the us ultimate hustle. And, and you know what, bro? I'm not mad against any of that. Like, I don't care. Like, you know what? I'm not the dude that says, hey, figure it out and fix it. I, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I don't care. It doesn't bother me because I'm wired different. So none of that has any effect on my motivation and why I do what I do. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't even do any of that, right? More power to them. If you know how to work it and then it works for you and you know, you're able to get away with it. Hey, shit, work those motherfuckers, right? Cause they're going to waste your shit on some stupid bond or some stupid something anyways. My, my only input is, is that that's why it's broken because that system is set up for you not to, to get off. Yeah, it just it, 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 it you know it's it's set up in a way where where you know it, it just everything is is so much better when you're on it for the most most part. I mean, I know all the free stuff is not the, the greatest of quality, but it's still free. And and so I, you know my example of that is how many times you went to go buy Head and Shoulders or Pert Plus, and and the Walmart brand was like three dollars cheaper, and you took that one instead, right? So, yeah. um, so a lot of times we do that, um, and I, and like I said, I don't have a problem with it because they're just gonna waste it on some bullshit. And, and giving it to government officials and waste it anyways, and they're gonna take it regardless. So I don't really care, but I, but I really I did realize that the system it's it's tough to get off of it because 
of the benefits you get when you're on it. And see, yeah, you actually make a good point because the person I'm talking about has been doing this, um, not to this exact um, extent, because especially now with like the stimulus checks and they raise the unemployment, they extend it and all this other shit. But um, this person has been doing it since before I was born, you know, their their entire adult life. And it's funny because, um, it, like you said, it's not built with the intention of somebody of helping them for the meantime and helping them get off of it. They, especially when they've been dogs, they're veterans in the game of, of living this way, you know? So, mm-hmm. so they're, like you said, they're not building it to, for to help them and help them further themselves. They're, they, it's built, like you said, in a way for them to, to live semi comfortable in that way, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. I, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. What else? Uh, what else you got? Anything from the week? Um, let me see. Oh, you know, one of the things that. Um, okay, I earlier. Let me take back part of what I said earlier, because I said I'm not. I don't snack and shit, right? That that's true. If it's normal hours between seven in the morning and fucking ten at night, but I do have something. <laughs> Rich talked about his ass. <laughs> in the middle of the night being a fucking savage and just eating like fucking like an entire bag of chips or whatever the fuck he was talking about and Covino what's, what's what's the, what's the middle of the night though um to me middle of the night is after you've gone to sleep and you wake up so if you go to bed at nine o'clock okay. and you wake up at fucking midnight to me that's the uh-huh. middle of the night you know or if you go to bed at 11 and then you fucking you're crashed for two hours you wake up at one or two that's you know, to me that's how i i define it so i'm guilty bro yeah i can't tell you i can't tell you how many drunken nights fucking five in the morning get up and finish the pizza or five in the morning wake up and finish the rest of my burrito or five in the morning like queasy as shit like i need some food in there to mix with all that alcohol i'm eating a jumbo sized bowl of captain crunch berries and it was topped off with some cinnamon toast crunch um i'm yeah i'm guilty bro rich you know what? i got Doug, honestly i think i got you rich yeah no I, that's where i could not agree with rich more because i'm like there's something about it where like dog i i bet you i guarantee you if i stopped doing that shit I would be looking fucking like I was sickly skinny, you know. No, and, and it, it's the worst thing you can do too. No, and, and that's 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 what's jacked up about it is because you can't just pile on a thousand calories and then go lay lay your ass down and think that it's not gonna. It's it, yeah, because it, it's you're doing the laziest thing you can do, which is sleep, bro. You don't move at all unless you're a tosser and a turner. And you know what? I wonder if this is if this happens with Rich or with you. I'm asking you um, as well. But for me, um, I don't want to say like, oh, I suffer from anxiety, but I do have like a gang of anxiety at times. And if I wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, I feel like the only way for me to to calm that like anxiousness is to like fucking eat something. And then, like, yeah. I can kind of relax, I feel like. And then if I don't, I'm just, like, sitting there, like, I get, like, great. I get amped up. Like, the only way I can explain it is, like, it feels like somebody scared the shit out of you, you know? Right. Scared. And so you're, like, 
and you're, you're super fucking anxious. And for me, just like eating something and then like, all right, fucking chilling and I'll throw on like my AirPods and listen to like a podcast or something as I'm like trying to like kick back and relax a little bit. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm settled and I'll go lay back down. And it's like, it's terrible. It's the worst thing I could fucking do. But a lot of times I feel like that's the only way for me to calm my nerves and my anxiety is to be like fucking chill, you know? And, and it's yep. so crazy because in the middle of the night, I feel like that's when your, your, um, willpower or your, your, you know, your decision making or whatever is at its lowest. You know, I just feel like you're like, Oh fuck, you open the cabinet and you're like, okay, there's some Oreos or there's fucking, uh, some chips or there's whatever like Covino said he'll eat cereal boxes at a time you know I think yeah. he said eat cereal by the box so um yeah, well, they, I, they, I they, hey, and they've been robbing us too those boxes used to weigh like a pound and a half and now they're about four and a half bowls or three bowls right those yeah, no, boxes I, are I, slim I, as no, hell I thought, was, I thought it was me just getting growing up and no like, okay as an adult because I felt like when I was young it was a big ass fucking container or box or whatever. And now like the super sized box or whatever, I feel like is the normal size from when we were. Kids. It is. No, they, they, they mind fucked. Well, as, as a grocery guy, you know, I spent, you know, most of my professional career in the grocery business, um, bags of flour and sugar were used to be five pounds each, uh, bottled juice used to be 64, you know, now the sugar and flour is four pounds and the juice is like 58 ounces or 59 ounces. And, and you know, they're, they think they're hustling because a lot of times when you had that crazy ass sale on like Kellogg's or general mills, you'll see like the core flavors three for five bucks. Right. And you're like, Oh yeah, shit, but cereal three for five bucks. Yeah. Dummy one box used to be as much as three of them now so they're still getting you for the five bucks they're just psychologically getting you to either buy three different ones to boost their numbers or to get three different rings right because now they got three different scans instead of one scan but you ain't getting no more cereal because you got three boxes it's if weight wise it's the same as the you know 34 ounce box you used to get for five bucks yeah no you know i, I do that a lot when i um when i'm actually looking i look at the ounces and shit right because uh I say, okay, what's the better option, like, per ounce, or what's the better, whatever, and it's funny, because I think about, like, um, like you said, you said, um, you'll see the deal, right, and you're like, oh, that's dope, yep. like, I'll see, like, the generic, you know, store brand of cereal, and I'm like, oh, like, a dollar fourteen for a box of cereal, that's the stuff you look, and it's, like, fucking a bowl of cereal, you know, it's the smallest box you could ever imagine, you know? Well, not only that, Post owns Malto Mill. So Malto Mill, that bit, the cereal that comes in a bag that's somewhat cheaper than all the other cereals, yeah. I'm going to have to assume their raisin brand is the same as the Post raisin brand. They're the same damn company. It's just a yeah. different brand. And when I was at the grocery store, we had two different kinds of two different brands of, of store brand milk, and it was the same milk. So I, I don't, you know, one was cheaper, but you got the cheaper was the same as the regular one. But um, yeah, man, that, that's crazy. Hey, you know. I never forget my, um, and I don't know if everybody's like chemistry teacher in high school kind of went through this shit with them or whatever, but I, I never forget like my, um, my chemistry teacher telling us about things like the generic Tylenol or the generic like fucking cereal or whatever, how they, um, they have people that are like chemists and shit trying to like get this shit to be like as close to it as possible they're using like the same like especially if it's like the generic tylenol and it has like um or the generic excedrin 
as long as it has like acetaminophen, caffeine, and fucking aspirin, it's the same shit, right? And um, I think a lot of us are so psychologically trained to say no, this one's better because all right, I know, I know, I know they are. Nah, bro, coming again, coming from the grocery business, Niagara brand water makes the private label water for Walmart, Costco, uh, Walgreens, Rite Aid. Like anytime you go look at one of those those stores brand of Walmart, look at the very back and see if it says bottled by Niagara. It's all the same shit. So I when people start to say that the private label at Walgreens is better than than um, you know, the private label at, at Save Mart or the private label at, you know, Costco, if it's all if you look at the back of the bottle and it says bottled by Niagara, because I bro, I wrote the orders for the water. I ordered it by the truckload. So our private label came with Niagara and then Niagara had their own brand. So then I started looking when I went to Costco and if you look at those, I think those are Niagara too. So it's the same shit. And and not only that, if you look at it, um, look at the jars, dude. When you're seeing like the store brand versus like the regular brand, the jars either gonna resemble ragu spaghetti sauce, it's gonna have the, the yellow cap, or it's gonna look like prego. A lot of times there's a lot of money in marketing that goes into the Toucan Sam and the Rabbit on Tricks and the Captain Crunchberries and the Soggies. Like those are part of the price because you spend X amount of money and the, the advertising dollar is definitely factored in to the price of the product. When they're just selling like jars, plain jars out the back door, they sell them cheaper because that's not that's not figured into the price. So a lot of times that's why the store brand because we you know the store I worked for we had 202 stores and for the most part, bro, we didn't make groceries right so we bought our private label from other people too and we just slapped our own label on it so a lot of times when you're doing that you're, you're getting money because that advertising dollar is not factored into the price of the plain jar or the plain box or whatever when they're selling it out the back door that's crazy man that, that's funny um it's cool to hear like in insider shit to that kind of stuff like especially like with the water and shit you know because that, that's something that i'm gonna start looking at that i've never looked at bottled by yeah and, and that kind of shit you know yeah so you know a lot of times that's why the private label you can't tell the difference unless someone swears by it because they've already got it in their head it's like yeah. again i work for save mart the save mart sunny select raisin brand it ain't like we got a cereal factory we bought mm -hmm. that shit from somebody right and it ain't going to be some crazy ass company overseas it's some major company here and i don't know who it is the buyers will be able to tell you that but at the end of the day they bought it from somebody in a plain box we shipped it in our label and we charged less because we paid less mm -hmm. yeah you know it's a trip man it's a trip but um yeah i i just i always appreciate the grocery insider tips and shit that you give us Hey you, hey, you know what I did want to ask you though is, um, what about Rich and 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 the, where he's where he's calling his dude in the middle of the day and he thinks he's got privileges just to call whenever he wants. Um, for that, you know, I would say Rich is no different than a lot of people I worked with as a contractor. You know, right. But this is what I'll say for Rich's contractor, it's up to him to to make draw the line to draw the line yeah on certain things because like like on mother's day when he was answering texts and shit or whatever that's up to him you know if it was me i would have been like fuck i'll just ignore everything work related today and fuck right him, chill you know so it's up to the contractor and, I, and there were so many people you know um chiming in and shit but i, I you know saying oh no contractors don't work 24 7 and then people they don't saying, you know, there were some people saying they do work 24-7, but honestly, it's up to, I think, as as a 
customer, they need to be, um, I mean, you need to have some sort of, uh, like courtesy, right? Like, uh, re- no, but hold on respect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, respect. And so, see, so I think if, if you respect your contractor and how about, how about you just respect people? How about when yeah. you just have a general respect for people, you don't pull shit like that, right? Like, just because you're paying someone to do a job does not mean that they do with the – you don't get to, like, choose the status of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? You should just be appreciative that they do what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it. Anything outside of that, dude, is just – it's you're, you're violating – even people in your family. There's only certain people in your family that are allowed to text you on those days or allowed to call you at all odds of the night. Just because you're paying someone for something doesn't mean you get to fucking do what you want. Like, that's just denying basic, in my opinion, respect, bro. Like, you certain – you know, like, even – Covino, I'll message him once in a great while or whatnot. I'm not sending him messages at four in the morning. Like, yeah. what would make you think that shit like that's okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, I probably wouldn't send him one past eight or nine o'clock at night, bro, because I don't know what he's got going on. And it's just, I don't know. When you're raised a certain way, I think you have a level of respect that you just don't violate people, whether you, know you Actually, think you. Th- this goes into something different that. I um we almost got into it. Actually, we did get into it a few weeks ago, and then I cut it out. And it was just so funny because Spot ended up asking Rich. Um, he was like, he was like, um, does Mauser text you directly? Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. And then Rich was like, yeah, yeah, he texted me directly. And um, like the next day or a couple days later, Rich was reading Mauser's text. And I had commented on the in-show thread. I was like, oh, did Mauser text that directly or whatever? And then um, right. somebody had commented, he probably did. It's not that uncommon, right? And, okay, I that's one thing where I feel like, like I have their personal cell phone numbers, right? But I'm not going to text Covino during the day or during the show. Or during so the show, right? So he could read my shit. During the show... You have That's what the, the threads for of the in-show thread that, on the YouTube. Yes. You have the Carl page. You have their text number. And so why am I going to text Covino and say, hey, Covino, um, I believe that the cereal boxes are smaller than they used to be or whatever the fuck. Right. You know, like to me, because I think of like, I, I, I just think about the people like, I, I just feel like it's unfair in a way, right? Where the people like, what if, if you're listening and you've been listening for, you know, the six months, a year, two years, three years, and you don't have Rich's number or you don't have Covino's number or you don't have Spot's number. And the people that, you know, because there's plenty of people that have them that right. have the phone numbers that don't go that route. So right. I feel like it's a little like I think it comes back to what you were saying about respect and shit like that. Like, I just feel like people that are doing that are kind of like, not, and I'm not calling out Mauser. I like Mauser and Mauser is like, always has like funny shit to say, but I'm saying just the general you, right? If you have their number, I just feel like that to me, that kind of like eliminates part of like the fun of it. You know, like if you're writing something in the in-show thread and they read it, you're like, oh, my shit was maybe a little more witty than the next person or whatever. But if you're texting right. direct, directly, I feel like they feel more of an obligation to read it because it's right there. You're texting them. You have this built-in friendship. Or I just, to me, I, I don't know. I, I just, 
when when I had got the comment about it's not that uncommon. Yeah, I get it. I get a lot of people mm. on their phone numbers and shit. Like yeah. us included. Okay. But hey, give me one, one second, brother. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry, bro. Good to go. Oh, okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Sorry about that. Kennedy. 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 Bubba. Come here. Bring the phone. My my headphones connected to their phone. Here. Come on. Okay. Well, be careful. Okay. Bo. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Bo. Okay. Bo. Hold on. Okay, my bad, my foot. I gave my daughter my phone, and uh, uh -huh. right now I just started hearing some fucking little kid show in my my AirPods. Um, okay. Oh shit! So, uh, yeah, but I got it now. No, but but when I I was thinking about all that shit, Doug, like I I just felt like it kind of reminded me of like the contractor shit and just like everything in general. Like you were saying, like when it comes to like the respect of people and stuff. Like I don't know, like. Like, I, I, it just it just bothered me a little bit when um, when all of that shit came up, you know. I think you got to know the boundaries too. You know what I mean? Like for me, like I got a buddy, uh, my homie Mito. You know what I mean? Like we both stay up late. He stays up late. I stay up late. We both know that, right? So with him. I wouldn't have, you know, if I saw some stupid shit on TikTok or, or you know, I had something stupid, just even a random thought, you know what I mean, or a dumb thought. Um, with him, um, you know, I, I could text him at one in the morning, right? And he, if he's awake, he's awake. If he's not, he's not. No big deal. Um, because the boundary we've kind of established between at least me and him, um, not a big deal, right? So, and half, most of the time he's awake. That's why it's not a big deal. And most of the time I'm awake. Um, but, so it's not a big deal. But then there's certain people you know that you don't want bugging you at that time of the, of the night. And, and it's just, and they probably don't want you bothering them at that time of the night. So, like, I, I don't know, man. Like the thing with Covino um, and, and Rich and, and Mauser, and, you know, I wouldn't feel right texting Covino. Now, don't get me wrong. If Covino texted me during the show to get my input, I'd have no problem responding, right? But I'm not going to violate that deal. I wouldn't. I just, I think you're right, dude. There's just something not right about it. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe Mauser and Rich got that, that friendship, and I don't know. Maybe that works for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? I, the one time I did text them during the show was a few weeks ago. When um when they had that painting that I sent them, Covino um, uh -huh. was like, they were saying it was like a mystery painting or some shit about the little kid falling, the Mexican kid, and um, right, Covino was like, he said he thought it was me that sent it. So on that conversation, I texted him and I said, yeah, I sent it. That was literally what I sent him, you know. Right. Um. So I texted him. I put yeah, I sent it, but that was all. And um, he texted me like like, oh, I appreciate it, bro. Thanks or whatever, you know. Um, right, right. But 
even after that, I went back to texting like their text number or the fucking intro thread yeah. or whatever. And um and it's not even like it's not even like, oh, I don't wanna piss off Covino and Rich, you know, the world famous Covino and Rich. To me it was right. more about like about like you said, like the respect thing, like like, hey, this is the way their show's set up. You know, like us, like well we have our we have like friendships and stuff on the side where you know we might help them out with shit so we're talking about shit during the day that's like whatever um right but when it comes to showtime i feel like that's different like that's a different right. relationship you know so when it comes totally to showtime, agree I'm, I'm on the fucking intro thread or whatever and all that so i just feel like i to me i kind of i kind of separate the two like this is showtime this song I'm gonna do, and then hey after bro after hours you know i just had a theory What's up? Texting them during showtime is like a stalker showing up at your job. Just saying, bro. They're at work right now. Leave them the fuck alone. Let them handle their business. They've given you plenty of outlets. They've given you plenty of outlets to communicate. Okay? You can't be so Rich Davis that think that, you know, you know how Rich gets where he always thinks he's right. You can't get so caught up in your question, your opinion, your deep thought that you're trying to tie into the show so bad that you're being a stalker going outside the normal suggested acceptable channels. I'm just saying, deep thought hey, of the day. I don't know if part of it, and it might might be my own shit, but it's funny that you said that, like you feel like your, your shit is so important that you need to go to them directly, right? I feel like half the shit I say, half the comments I say aren't even worthy of being read online or, or on air. So it's funny because like, mm. sometimes it's a stupid little comment or it's a little, um, <clears throat> A question or something that that brown like eye 69 like, it, yeah, like something <laughs> like that you know something like that it'll it'll if it's funny enough you know spot will react to it or whatever you know um that's part of the fun you know so i, I don't yeah. know but but i guess to each their own <clears throat> oh i was gonna say with provolone right hey you know, one, one more second bro one, one last second brother i'm sorry thank you yes okay thank you i really appreciate it um, we'll do the rest too. I'll call. Um, I'll call uh, Martin and I'll just come on and get you to the, the call. Okay. And we'll do. We'll just. We'll do the rest. That's fine. No cool. problem. Yes. Hey, I appreciate everything you've done. You're welcome. All right, buddy. Um, so we'll just put it over there. That's cool. I'll take care of it. Don't even worry about it. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I'm still on the thing. Sorry, bro. I had my. See, Rich Davis, uh, I have my contractor come over and he treat people with respect. <laughs> he he came with <clears throat> rich, you know, all those rich people out there. No, he a uh, cool guy, man. His name was Juan and he hooked up my window trim right now and some baseboards for me. And it was kind of a challenge because uh, I took plaster out and I put uh, that purple sheetrock up and it didn't match with the with the window frames because the plaster was much thicker i don't know how my house was built in like 1927 or yeah. or whenever the hell they did the plaster i don't know but it just it was different so he had to come in here and shave it down and um, a couple of them he cut one room he had to use baseboard but hella cool hella good dude and and uh no rich i would never call him i don't even have his number i got his homie's number who i text that sent him martin and i would never call martin after seven o'clock at night because i got respect for him i would never do no shady shit they have lives and women and you know that they need to take care of and family time and my window trim fucking question can wait until fucking normal business hours just saying you know it's funny i almost texted you last night it was like 10 30 right and i go 
and I was gonna, it was actually about today's show that I was gonna tell you some shit. And, you know, um, because I had forgot that XLR cable. So I was yeah. gonna go to a music shop, right? Turns out half the fucking places here in Vegas don't open until 11 or noon. And I was like, fuck, that would be recording by then. But I was gonna hit you up and say, hey, let's move the time or whatever. And, you know, and I was like, it's already 1030. I was like, he's fucking chilling. You know, you don't wanna hear from my ass, you know? And, and but no, you know, that'd have been cool. Time, I know yeah. you've been cool with it, but at the same yeah. time, part of me is like it's not that important. If if right, if, if we were gonna um, change the time or some shit, it was some shit that could have waited till eight this morning or whatever, nine this morning or whatever, you know, whatever. Right. And um, and, and so I don't know. I just feel like like there's, I, I think you hit the nail on the head when it comes to like the the courtesy and you know just having like normal respect for people, but um, but I think like i said at the very beginning it's up to the contractor as well to you gotta to establish set, boundaries bro set those um those put those lines down or set those those um standards because when it comes to it if he's not texting you back and see you gotta you gotta realize shit too if you're texting him every day at 6 30 p.m and his ass ain't texting you back stop texting him at 6 30 his ass don't want to hear from you you know so have some self-awareness the self-awareness bro you have to read people right well people tell you what's acceptable by their actions a lot of times it's up to you to read that don't be so caught up in your own narcissistic behavior that you are unaware of the slow fucking quiet signals that others are sending because they send them and i think a lot of times when arguments happen is when your dumbass don't get them and then after you've texted him for a hundred times in a row at nine o'clock at night and he's finally going to tell you to fuck off is what's going to happen because you're going to push him to a point where you know now he's just pissed off and and it shouldn't be like that number one you should you should have some type of social awareness that you, you can see what's okay and what's not okay and i totally agree with you you know as a if i was the contractor the first time he texted me outside of normal business hours i would just say hey you know what um politely i would have responded like hey you know what um text me in the morning at eight o'clock and I'll, and I'll find out for you as soon as i get to work Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that way later, you don't have to tell him to fuck off because then you can just tell him, hey, bro, I've, I've already kind of told you a couple of times, uh, text me when I'm at work, you know, and that's when I'll figure it out. But you don't own someone's soul for 24 hours a day because you're paying them 100 grand or 200 grand. And that's what Rich is going to argue, right? The amount of money I'm paying him and the amount of work he's doing and the amount of time it took, he feels like he owns this person's soul, right? And that's yeah. that's well, that's not that, right, bro. Actually, he said something along the lines where um, he was like, he, he had mentioned the amount of money he's putting into this and the he said that the contractor only has like three jobs going on at one time or something not like your average you know smaller contractor where they didn't realize di- didn't realize fucking mr hits one was in a position to fucking judge that uh, my bad <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean, Mister Hits One. You know how many jobs he should and shouldn't have, and and based on that info, that's how you're gonna treat this dude. Yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if it's three big ass jobs like riches? Yeah. And and also, how big's your team, right? If you only got fucking seven dudes, three jobs is a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Definitely. I know. I know. We. we uh, yeah. Just going back to to when I was doing that shit, like we had a crew of like maybe like five dudes and and it was it was fucking it does get it does get stressful because um it doesn't matter and you know what it's not like you do have those those clients though that will be like 
um, that will, ex- you know, they're, they're, they do feel like since they're paying you, and dog, it could be fucking, it's not even bigger jobs. You could have somebody that's paying you fucking what the fuck ever, the most minimal amount you can think of, and they think because they're paying you that they make all the roles, they fucking, right. you're their fucking you're their fucking slave you know like but but that's deeper you know what bro that's a whole deeper issue with psychological issues that that person's having because just to feel that they just the fact that they need to feel better and bigger than other people is a much deeper rooted issue that they need to fucking deal with because who cares bro i just be the best version of yourself you know what i'm saying like i'm not in a competition with someone down the street or whatnot i mean i might notice behavior and be like i'm glad i don't fucking you know smoke crack all right or or there's behavior that I'm glad I don't have but ultimately we're all fucking equal when it comes to it just some of us are better at other stuff than others and some of us try to be the best version of themselves and some don't care some some want to fuck their whole life off because they don't appreciate it or or maybe getting high is the most important thing in their day but they still got people that love them too right so just to even walk around thinking that you're better than people is just I don't know man your, your only competition should be yourself and to make sure that you don't waste the gift of life that you were given and it shouldn't be based on what others are doing it should just be what makes you happy yeah real talk coming from al-kakui uh the kakui oh, hey, I'm, t- I'm booking up i'm I'm, do- I'm booking therapy appointments um mondays wednesdays and fridays <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what like a- actually uh, i want do, I, do you do the in-show youtube thread or no yeah, I, I watch it. Oh, with them? Okay. Yeah. With them? Yeah, once in a while I do. I got like I said, I got that new job, so it's kind of weird. Um, yeah. Because the, the, the I'm I'm training, so I'm kind of doing all these different different things. I'm training before I take my regular position. And uh, right now I'm in this room, and there's lots of lots of lots of fans and vacuums and shit's loud, bro. So um, oh, I you meant I'm like try I'm trying. Yeah, oh, the way you know what? Great tie-in. I worked with a guy on IG. His name is Husky Nipple, and I said, "Bro, why? Why is your name Husky Nipple?" And he said, "Because he has a nipple, and when they they start partying and then fucking everyone gets fucked up if he flicks it, it grows." So shout out Husky Nipple. Uh, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I and, and so I was I'm working with him over there, and uh, yeah, man. So oh, anyway, you know what I was gonna tell you um, about the intro the, you, thread? It was funny. Yeah, because I saw somebody named Steven Cavino on the intro thread. And I thought somebody was trying to be a smart ass and you know, <laughs> I thought somebody was trying to be like, oh it's it's Cavino, you know, chiming in or whatever, right? Well it was funny. I didn't realize until this past week that Steven Cavino is actually Big Steve. Oh shit. Yeah, because <laughs> he had comment it dog that makes me laugh so hard because Cavino's dad is in his sixties, dog, and he's over here on fucking on the YouTube thread, in show thread, commenting shit, and I didn't yeah, realize it. I didn't realize it until fucking um, Spot was like, um, it, it said Stephen Covino, you know, and he had wrote something, and it wasn't until I saw Spot respond, and he was like, "Hey, Big Steve," and then Big Steve was like writing the spot, and then they're going back and forth, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "So this whole time." I thought it was some jackass who typed in their name on the Uh-oh. chat. It was actually Big Steve the whole time. Shout out Big Steve. Oh man, that shit's dope. And it's um And I'm glad he's interactive like that, bro. He's he's on it. He left the show, but later. You know. Um 
Yeah, Big Steve. Hey, one more time, bro. One more time. Can we get another Big Steve appearance, please? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where Shout we out, Big right? Steve. Shout out, Big Steve. To the after show, but later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll save that forever, dog. Even after. Yeah. You know, after we retire on our hundred million dollar Spotify deal, I'm always gonna have that saved. You gotta work that into the intro, bro. I know. You know, the, the, I do actually need to. Um, I want to throw some shit together with, with like that and with our little comments and shit here and there because we've been doing it so long. Um, yeah. The only thing is I don't want to use um, uh, a track like I did last time with the um, Dropkick Murphys because every every episode that we have um, there's a freaking copyright claim on it, you know. So right, I'll, right. I'll just I'll do something original. It'll be dope. We'll have our, our brand new intro that's gonna have like in show shit, you know. Hey, I do want to say something, though. I'm, I'm going to say this. With the last couple times me calling in, I do, as much as we, we love to bash on Rich, and <clears throat> it's a great part of our show. It's, it's a fun part of our show, to be honest with you. Um, I do got to give Rich a lot of credit and respect because um, the last couple of times – you know, I've called in. He is, you know, he gave me that shout out on the show. He goes, Kakui, you know, because with, with the yeah. True Blood thing. And so, obviously, he doesn't take any of this stuff personal. And and I got to give him a lot of credit for that because there's not a lot of people out there that would be able to, to hear the shit talk and still not change their opinion of you, not change their their reaction to things that you're doing, and not to not just truly hate your guts, right? Because, you know, we're, we're kind of tough on them from time to time. And, and the fact is that, you know, he takes it well. And he takes it well on the show, too, because they fuck with him, too, on the show once in a while, yeah. especially with his Mickey Mouse-ass voice always being a part of every show and, you know, humping couches and blue jizz mugs. And Rich Rich takes his fair share, and he takes it like a champ, dude. Um I can't tell you that I'd be that nice and chippy if someone was fucking with me all the time. So I uh, appreciate you, Rich. Sometimes, you know, um, we, we do say what we say, and he's dope. He's great about it. And much love, Rich Davis, Mitch, Rich Side Poof, Alan Thick Burns. Love you, Rich. Oh, you know what's funny? All right, so <laughs> this is why I'll say Rich takes it like a man, and he fucking he takes it in stride. So I, there was something. Um, I had these brake rotors, right? that I was going to fucking sell on like one of our like marketplaces or right. And right. <laughs> Doug, I can't sell shit on that stuff. I have to go straight up Craigslist where there's like no interaction because right. the second somebody says some shit, I'm just like, I just want to go back and forth. Like Doug and I'm typically like on the Carl page on like no social media for the most part, I can scroll past anything. But for some reason, if I'm selling something, I just want to fucking like, just want to go back and forth and tell people they're fucking stupid and like, Doug, like I had put, um, I had put these router or these rotors up, and um, this dude commented and put, at least put what car they're for, right? Like rotors go to one fucking car, right? So I go, <laughs> so I comment on it and I put, you're a big boy, figure it out, right? Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. Oh, he didn't like that. No, so then he put man calm down i was just saying and then somebody else was like oh man like Doug, people started like saying like oh like why why doesn't he just take them back and i was like motherfucker like that didn't cross my mind are you a fucking idiot like like i didn't have my fucking receipt they're gonna give me store credit i don't want store credit i want fucking cash so because right. i put them 
like thirty dollars less than what I, I stole them. Hey, I stole them. All right, I'm trying to get oh, rid of them at sixty no, cents on a dollar. Somebody, somebody said that. Somebody said, "Why don't you just take them back unless you didn't pay for them?" Doug, these rotors are are still in the box, right? Fucking with the everything, right? Sealed completely. I haven't opened them, and um, and this unless and I looked and he was some fucking. Um, I'm just gonna say he was some dude that I would think would assume that I stole them, right? So I was just like, oh, I, I can't, it fucking dug. I want to reach through my screen and fucking punch these motherfuckers. Like, I'm just like, okay, you can't, fu- okay. So supposedly I stole them, right? Apparently I didn't think about taking them back because I'm a fucking moron. Um, apparently, yeah. I I, so I was like, you know what? If I sell shit, I've sold plenty of shit on Craigslist. I can't do this Facebook Facebook shit where there's internet. No, shit. hell no. Mm-mm. I can't. I can't. I can't. Go, I can't. I can't do Facebook. Period, bro. I haven't had a Facebook since 2016, and something like that is why I ended it, bro. I fucking checked this out. I used to sell. I, you know me. I sell all kind of shit online, and I would sell fire sticks. And I sold enough fire sticks to remodel my whole kitchen. Right. I figured it out one day. Fucking chiefed it up, watched some YouTube videos, learned how to program those things, and I was selling them left and right, dude. I was selling like as many as I could buy because Best Buy used to have a limit where you could only buy three at a time. As many as I could buy in a week, that's as many as I was selling. Well, someone hit me up, and I, and I, it wasn't on Facebook. I think this actually was on Craigslist, and they hit me up for some fire sticks and and um, wanted me to go to some old folks' home supposedly or whatever. Some big old story, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm good, dude. I'm only making like 20 bucks each on these things. Wasn't worth my time. Fuck it. Blocked. They ended up, because my number wasn't blocked or something, they they figured out my name, you know, because they had that caller ID shit. Now I guess you can pay extra and it tells them the name and the number. They typed it in, pulled up my Facebook. I had a Facebook at the time and said uh, I was working at Food Max. And the motherfucker sent me a text saying, well, how about I meet you at Food Max to pick them up? Right? Like, cause they went on, they went and pulled my shit, but because all of all of your stuff, so all, all was online, they knew my name. So they, they, well, no, what, no, you know what they did? I'll take it back. They typed in my number to Google and it, it associated with my name. Then they typed in my name to Google again, Fresno, California, and then it populated all my Facebook and it tells all your, you know, whatever you put on Facebook. And I was like, okay. So then he started it. So anyways, they thought I had flagged. He, he was someone that sold fire sticks. And for some reason, he thought I had flagged his account. Like, I guess he kept, you know, people flag and fuck with people, I guess. I don't fuck with people. I'm going to get my money regardless. Why am I flagging you, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, what you got, your ad and what you got going on got nothing to do with me getting my money, right? That's just one little avenue. I got friends of friends and words of mouth, and I'm selling these fire sticks left and right. I could give a fuck about that, you know, Craigslist shit. So he thought I was flagging his account. I'm like, man, it's 20 bucks, dude. I'm not flagging you yeah. trying to make an extra 20 spot. What <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me yeah. right now? But long story short, um, I don't know if they had Facebook Marketplace at the time I was last on it, but the fact they were able to pull all that info, mention my workplace and this and that. I said, motherfucker, why don't you come get that shit? You know where I work? I'll be outside 1 o'clock. You want to act all mm-hmm. fucking tough? Mm-hmm. Come over, motherfucker, since you know where I'm at. Yeah, I'm at Food Max. I'm on the west side, Fresno on B Street. Come at 1 a.m., motherfucker. Let's get down and see what's cracking. And, uh, you know, I'd see if you even fucking brave enough to come to the west side, let alone at 1 a.m., then to fight me in the parking lot. But I'm here, bitch. This is where I work. You know where I'm at? Come see me. And they didn't. They did. They, right? I mean, I don't know what you yeah. want me to say is shit. Yeah. And uh, I know all the crackheads lurking around. They're going to scare the shit out of you, but I see them every night when I'm going to my car. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. But uh, anyhow. 
I just after that it was a wake-up call for me and I, I cut my Facebook off I've had never had one bro since 2016 um, don't know how much better Instagram is because I'm sure they can do the same shit but Facebook got your religious preferences that they tell all your fucking musical like <clears throat> someone get your Facebook profile they know you yeah excuse me they yeah. you know I'm good it's creepy no, um, damn what was I gonna say right now when you, you were saying that um, oh, you know what, about flagging shit, it's funny because I just sold an iPhone, right? I had an iPhone iPhone 10. Um, I just I, I just got a new iPhone. And so the other one I had, I just, I sold it, right? I put it, it was funny though, because I put it on Craigslist. Dog, somebody flagged it, right? And I, I have no clue why. Like I fucking just put like in the description, hey, it's got a cracked screen, but I've been using it up until like fucking two days ago or whatever, whatever, dog fucking somebody flagged it and i was like what the fuck because i was like usually i'll get like responses from craigslist and from facebook and from you know all the places i put it and i wasn't receiving right. shit from craigslist so i went to go check it like a day later and somebody right. flagged it. it said my shit was removed i was like dog do people go through and just flag shit just to be like jackasses like how fucking bored are you you know you know what I've been doing, bro, instead, to be honest with you, is like I don't sell bunk shit. You know, I, I don't hurt for money. Like when I when I sell my stuff, it's just to like because I'm a hustler and it'll put it towards the next thing. Right. But I never want it to be to me. I'm a, I'm a true businessman. And anyone who's listening to this that knows me from the old school knows I'm a hustler, but I'm a good hustler and I'm a good businessman. And the way I do business is I want it to be just as good for you as it is for me right and so everyone that knows me knows that so fuck it at this point in time bro if i'm selling like last year's version of my apple watch which anyone who's listening come in october watch for my ig and my snapchat post because i will be selling this one um but i sell my shit and i figure like i just post it on there bro i'll put it on my, like my facebook story real quick i mean not facebook instagram story or i'll put it on like my snapchat and usually someone that i'm cool with that i know because i don't got all kind of fake friends on there anyways like mm -hmm. all my fucking followers and friends for the most part are people that i know for the most part except for ig there's a lot of scragglers i guess but a lot of my like my true people if i put it just on my, like my um social medias i can usually sell it that way and i ain't got to deal with no creeps yeah. You know what I mean? Because like even this watch, I got the six with cellular. I think I paid like five thirty nine. I'll probably offer for like three hundred bucks. It's been in you know the Under Armour case and all that, so it's gonna have no scratches. So normally three hundred bucks is a hookup for somebody. You know what I'm saying? And um, and then I can get my three hundred toward my next one. So I'm not even really fucking with Craigslist. Oh, it's, it's crazy that you say that. That's funny because um, I had a dream last night that I sold my fucking Apple Watch. How fucking random is that? <laughs> and Did you? You're talking. Yeah, I swear to God on my fucking kid that I had a dream last night that I sold an old um, Apple Watch. And you're fucking talking Damn. about it. Damn. That's fucking it's crazy nuts. shit, bro. It's crazy shit. Crazy <laughs> shit. Hey, I, I, got, I got another one for you. I got a question. What's up? When did Spot, or should I say Spike, get so damn sassy and angry, bro? Because when I first started, he was timid, he was quiet, and uh, he didn't he didn't really say much. They kind of bullied him, you know, to be honest. I mean, I hate to say it, sorry, Covino. Uh, but they were they were kind of a dick to spot back in those maximum days. And But now I think payback's a bitch because, boy, he, he barks and bites and snaps. And when did that – I mean, and why not just a happy medium? Like, I don't want to see him get bullied anymore. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But, like, he's the he's the asshole of the show for the most part. He'll tell you to fuck off in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, I would say 
because I noticed it a little bit. I think I was on the ass end of him being fucking um, like nerdy spot, right? Because I started listening in 2012. Actually, like 10 days, nine days from now will be the 12th anniversary of me listening to them. And, oh, okay. Um, so, you know, it was, I started listening in 2012. I would say by like 2014, he started getting a little spiteful because I think he, I met them in 2015. And I think by then he started getting like a little more sassy. And then maybe it could have been the move to California because I think I met them in 2015 in Scottsdale when they were, they were on their road trip to start working in LA. Yeah. And um, I think it was a little more noticeable after that. So it could have been, a lot of things LA, where he had are you, are you saying this is LA spot? I think it is. I really think it is because think about that first like year that he was without Kristen. Remember she was still living in New York. Yeah. So there was that first year where, you know, he was by himself and then you know, Cavino and Rich being on his ass about like, you know, whatever about editing this and doing that, or I don't know if they were on his ass, I'm assuming. But um but think about it now he's been there for a couple of years or, well he's been there for like years now but i think it that was the start of the sassier spot was when they moved to la That's bro I, 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 but what about when he couldn't get a chick and he was talking about tuesday Right, remember yeah. that version of Spot Tuesday, and now, bro, he's hiking with other chicks while his married wife is gone or at home. I mean, where did he go from Tuesday and scared to kiss chicks at the Maxim party or the what was it, the, the Madden party or Hot One Hundred? I forgot where it was at, bro. Where they were trying to challenge him to kiss random chicks, and uh, and now he's over here hiking with other girls who are attractive, right? So he's with two other attractive chicks going on hikes while his wife is away or at home. Like that transformation is huge. And I'm proud of Spot, you know, and not only that, now he's like the cook and the baker and like he's got all kind of other skills. So those are awesome things. I like to see that growth, right? That That's awesome. But he, he has got a little more cocky, slight borderline dickish for sure. Um, which yeah. it don't really bother me either because obviously he don't do that shit to me. It's just very, very noticeable that he, he's got a temper all of a sudden, bro. And You know, when um, I noticed this, I'll tell you where I noticed this. And um, since you're not on the pages and shit, you won't, you won't know. But last night, um, one of the listeners, that's a chick, she'd been listening for years. She had commented about Friday show. Friday, they did their free Twitch Friday and right. she had said that it wasn't up to par and it was annoying and and i i hear what she's saying on on certain things because they made it to where you can like pay for their sound bites and then you can play them whenever or some shit you pay like a dollar right. and you can play like fuck four people or some shit whatever where um i get that but spot had said and this is where, where i agree with spot 100 percent. he was like this isn't to like fucking you know, gain you as a listener, like you're a fucking listener. Twitch is like, that's the kind of shit they do on Twitch, right? So if they can gain, you know, fucking 50 people on Twitch because of that stupid shit, if somebody, you know, started listening and they're like, oh, I could pay 10 bucks to, or five bucks, whatever, a dollar to play this soundbite and they do it and now they're like, oh, cool. They feel the interaction, you know? 
then why not fucking let them do it and and gain a couple more people that they never would have had, right? Us, right. us fucking diehards that have been listening for fucking years on end are going to listen regardless, right? Wherever, whatever direction the show goes, we're going to be there. We're ride or dies. The people right. that they're attracting with the with Twitch, with fucking, if they go on Discord or whatever the fuck, I, I don't even know how Discord works, but if they, however they do this shit, they're gain, trying to they're reach they're trying to broaden their horizon, right? They're trying to get new people that haven't listened to the show, that haven't been exposed to the show. So if if these stupid little sound bites or whatever are gonna attract new people because they feel like they can interact, then so be it. So I don't understand when people start bitching about, oh, it's not the show. Well, it's not the show. It's not their Monday through Thursday show. It's a Friday show. It's an extra show. It's to get gain new people. So why are you bitching about it? You know. Because those people, those people ain't happy anyways, right? The people that find the room to see, like, you know, I make a lot of jokes, so I talk a lot of shit. I'm a shit talker. But to complain, complain is a whole different thing. And the people that like to complain about little stupid shit, they're not happy, bro. If you, if you got to throw a complaint or you think that your opinion is, I mean, I guess it's a platform, right? It's a social media platform, and I guess that's what we're trained to do is that it's okay for everyone to voice their, as Kavina would say, wrong opinion. Um, you know, and everyone's entitled to it. However, those people probably ain't happy in real life for they wouldn't be bitching about stupid shit. Who yeah. fucking cares? You don't like the soundbite? Don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I go to, I love, <clears throat> I love Nikes, bro. Nikes my favorite shoe, but fucking 9.5 out of 10, I don't like them and shit, but that don't mean I don't buy Nikes, right? I just don't yeah. buy the 9.5 out of 10 I don't like. The fuck? That's what, and I don't yeah, bitch that's about what, it. That's what, no, see, that's what Spock said. If you don't dig it, then don't listen. Fucking, you can listen. Monday through Thursday to the normal shit, you know, and then and then. But how about you just don't? How about you just don't buy sound bites? Like even then, why would you not listen because you don't like the sound bites? Just don't buy the sound bites, you dumb bastard. No, the okay. Let let me let me defend the person I was bitching. They oh, you don't oops. have to buy the sound bites. It was other people could buy them, and during Covino and Rich's show, you would hear it randomly, right? So say El Kukui buys fuck poor people and say they're talking about somebody with cancer right and then right. somebody randomly can play fuck poor people you know so that's what, what was she was bitching about well then get mad at twitch yeah or don't listen on twitch because that's fucking that's twitch's way that's what and that's what spot said um there was 85 comments on that thread the last time i seen it where spot was like then don't fucking that's what that's what he goes hey spot had said if you listen on Twitch, this is the way people do it on Twitch. I'll just say this. Tell me, smoke something nice, get get on there, start fucking around, bro, thinking you're funny and shit. I mean, that would be funny, fucking fuck poor people. I mean, Rich should have never said it. They made a clip. It's like a meme that won't ever go away. And if you have the option to buy that thing and play it, I mean, I don't know, bro. I can't tell you I wouldn't be guilty of doing it. That's yeah, funny no, as that, hell. That, that would be funny, especially like if they um, – like say Rich was talking about like um, just I don't know yeah yeah the, you know I can't think of an example but to play one that's like unnecessary or you know I think would be fucking funny like like say they're um, talking one, about it, the pandemic and the and the payout bro and the shit we were just talking about right yeah. when we were talking about you know the, the benefits and it's 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 cheaper to you know you get more out of it when you stay on the in the system that's when you'd play the Rich Davis fuck poor people right that should be funny as hell. No, see, like, or even the the little kid, um, who was he? The for Jonathan the zombie, right? I like turtles, you know. 
Like yeah. Half the, time, half the time, if they're um, talking about something that I'm over, I'm like, man, this shit's fucking boring. Or if it's something that, not even on board, sometimes I just think it's funny. Just like text them. I like turtles, like randomly. <laughs> like, right, right. I think that would be funny as fuck. If they're, say they're talking about something and they're talking about like the NHL or something I don't give two fucks about. And then just put like a random, I like turtles. <laughs> All right. Well, and not and not only that, did did they forget the listener, whoever that was, forget what show they were listening to, the show that brags that they're the most interactive show on radio, and that is giving you interaction at its finest. So it's just a to me, it, it's it's the classical example of someone that says I want to be a part of the most interactive radio show. But then I'm going to complain when it gets too interactive. Like, I don't get it. And especially if Twitch isn't their major platform. Like you said, if that's too much interaction for you, which, I mean, I don't know, man. Too much interaction to me is, I don't think you can get enough, right? Because they already make us feel part of the show. So, like, I dig it. So, if you can get more interactive and it's not like the show went that route 100%, that's just a free Twitch Friday. They've only done a few of them. And you're yeah. bitching about it? Like, just, I don't know. Yeah, I like it. Like, three They've been like three of them. I, I like it. I think it's dope. I think you're right. If they're talking about something boring and shit, and you can throw in, I love turtles. I mean, <laughs> bro. And then, especially like me and you now that we're talking about it now, and I don't know who else listens to this show that listens to that show, but I know there's a few people out there. So maybe they're listening to this show, and then maybe they're doing a free Twitch Friday, bro, and they throw in, oh. I love turtles when it gets boring. You know what? That's another thing. You know what? Let me look something up real quick. Okay. So um, another thing that people were bitching about is that um i guess apparently you know apparently kid where's he at apparently um apparently during the show let me see if i could pull this up um inbox pay, pay, patient and according are better but that's just those are my favorites what i, I know apparently but um and i know that they really can't say it anymore because they're you know and I, I get it but i like patient and according better they look at this shit, dog. So they out of the out of, out of the Lee brothers. Oh, okay. I didn't know what the fuck you're talking about, dog. And I just wanted to move forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't. Get I love turtles. <laughs> no, okay. So apparently during um, all right, it, it's all coming full circle. I get it now. So uh, apparently during the show, um, there was in show like ads that were playing, right? I didn't okay. get any of them. And I didn't understand because people were bitching on the Carl page like, oh, there was in-show you know, ads or mid-rolls or whatever the fuck they're calling them. And they were like, that shit was annoying. And somebody commented like, oh, if you're a subscriber to their, their you like actually, I don't know if you pay or some shit, but somehow you become a subscriber to their, their Twitch. You don't get oh, those, through, the um, ads, through the Amazon right? if you're Amazon. Okay, so if you do that, you don't get the ads or whatever, right? Well, right. it's funny because um, somebody, uh, his name's Jeremy Cole, K O H L. I want to thank that dude because he gifted us, Al Kukui and myself, the after show but later uh, subscription. So uh, he, he commented, um, I gifted you guys a subscription. Watch what did he say right here. He put, hey, I think I gifted a subscription on Twitch. I'm hoping you got it and Twitch didn't rob me. LOL, I appreciate it. Um, I did it because I appreciate the show you do. So this dude fucking gifted us uh, a subscription to Twitch, Doug. So that was fucking... That yeah, was, Jeremy. Me, I, 
Yeah, so shout out to Jeremy Cole, K-O-H-L, because is that how you pronounce it? You have to, right? Cole, K-O-H-L? Yeah, yeah. All right, so shout out to Jeremy. Well, I fuck, I, I, or maybe it's Jer- Jeremy Cool, because that was a cool thing to do. Uh, you, you, Jeremy Cool, that's what it was. That's his name from now on, because yeah. but that was dope. Like, this dude, like, you know, we, we, hear, we hear from people, you know, that are, are um, supporters of the show, like the, you know, the Crystal Braves and the um, Soupies of the world. The people funky that Monkey. Are other, the, you get, yeah, the Funky Monkey, man. So, um, you know, you hear, you know, Baseline Trey and... From Stick, man. So stick man, stick man. tip These dog people are, are people that, that we know have been listening. But when you, you hear my girl like Jeremy, who I didn't even know was listening and he randomly hits us up that he gifted us something. That's fucking dope. Dog. That's like super dope. That's, you, know? you know what that is, bro? Since it's Jeremy cool. That's the true uh, cool guy discount. That is <laughs> that, that's how we're going to spell the cool guy discount. K-O-H-L. Cool guy. Yeah, that's the cool. So when we get hey, when we get shows and we can give a. Uh, discounts like you know our code name or whatnot we'll just do the the cool guy discount bro oh and you know what for the people that are listening as well remember you still have about 10 or so days um 10 or 15 days to get somebody a subscription to covino and rich's patreon and be entered in their drawing to win i believe at least 500 bucks it might be more than that so um yeah so give somebody a subscription and then fucking get your name in the drawing you know what? I, I'm feeling generous. Next show, let's give another one away. Let's give one I away miss our, I, miss, I miss our game show days. Uh, you know what? That was fun. You, let's fucking do it. Then we're, we're going to have to. We'll, we'll gift another one. Another one brought to you by Al Kukui. So we're going to gift one away next show. No, nah, brought, 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 brought to you by the uh, after show, but later. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah, you know, there we go. There we go. Hey, um, and I'll, and I'll make I'll make a deal. Yeah, if they if they if they we'll give this one away and we'll give away another one the next week. But please just tell people about our show too. Yeah, and you know what? That's the thing. If we're gifting you a subscription, um, just fucking, if you could, it would be dope to like screenshot our show and say, hey, they fucking hooked it up or some shit. Just you know, spread the word. Word word of mouth will will help us out. You know, tremendously. So. And all, and all you trifling-ass dudes out there that go through your ladies' phone, because I know you're out there. I know you're out there, and you go through your ladies' phones. Since you're doing that already, can you just go and download our show to her, her podcast or to her <laughs> Spotify so that it gives her a notification just to look, just to help us out a little bit? She might still hit clear. She might not listen to it. But since you're already snooping through her shit looking for, for dudes' numbers and text messages anyways, just download the after show, but later on there, set notifications on for when the new episode comes out. Just help us out. Look out for your boys. Oh, dog. And there, you know, it's fucking funny. Um, there's an old... Did you listen to Dane Cook back in the day? Nah, some. I heard some of his shows. I wasn't, uh, like, dedicated. I, I fucking loved Dane Cook back in the day. There was this bit he had where he talks about you stepping out on your lady, right? So you fucking... You're, you cheat on your lady, and then you become more suspicious of her because you right. know, you're that's, a fucking dirtbag. That's and what happened. It was fucking funny. He was like... He said you start going through her shit. It reminded me of you saying going through her phone. This is like right. the old school version of that, right? Going through the, the purse because it's like 2006. Dan Cook's special. right, and he's you're going through her purse, and he's uh, you're going through her purse like you're gonna find the dude's dick in there and pull it out. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> well, you know what? Or even at, at worst case scenario, maybe she had children with somebody else, and you're gonna go through her pictures or something. 
and you're going to see a picture from like 15 years ago or like something that maybe just had the kids in it that she didn't want to get rid of because it doesn't mean nothing about the dude anymore. But maybe it's just a good picture of her kids. Right. And you're going to you're going to assume weirdo shit already. And it's just like, I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't do that. And the la my last two relationships, I ain't ever went through no one's phone. I, I don't I just it's dude that Covino Rich said it a long time ago that if you look for something, you're going to find something. And it might not even be anything of material. Like I said, it could be an old picture from 15 or 20 years ago. You know, maybe those two hate each other's guts right now, but she kept it because the kids were in it or she liked how little junior was looking that day or that's, you know, Two weeks after he lost his first front tooth or whatever the reason she's got the picture for you're going to automatically because you're looking you're already going to turn into something weirdo so for me i don't right away yeah no nah, man check it out if you treat your lady like a queen you're giving her the diesel right you're doing your job in the bedroom you're treating her like a queen you're you know you're 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 a man that you don't have to be balling out of control but at least you got your priorities straight and your bills paid that should be good enough bro and if it's not and she's looking for some other d somewhere else then then you didn't need her but going through her phone and violating her privacy is just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't do that. I, you know, it's funny because um, I don't even know if I, I, I might have, like, the password of my girl's phone. <laughs> you know, that's how, how much I don't go through it. Right. No, and, I, and my chick always, you know, she's open, and I'm open with mine, too. I don't care. You know, like yeah. I said, I ain't doing shady shit. So if you ain't got, but you're right though. If you ain't doing shady shit, you don't act like that. I think that's a lot of times when people are acting up, they're giving it away because they're already sus suspicious of the other person because they know what their own behavior is like, and it 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 shows. You know, you start acting like a weirdo. Yeah, I'm like, go ahead, go through my phone. You'll find a picture of the new um, audio interface, the new Zoom fucking shit that uh, that Al bought. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, have, have at it. You know, I'm gonna fuck like. Uh, yeah, like yeah I'm the same day, way. My homie, um, my homie Luis, I talk about just about every show. He sent me a picture of his kid, and um, and the last time I saw her was in January, and she fucking she sprouted up. Now she's like fucking like so much taller than just from January. You know, she's only like two, so so the kids are growing at a crazy speed, right? And I'm lost. So if you want to go through my phone and see a picture of Luis's kid, I've had it. You know, that's cool. I'm mean, gonna give fuck. You know, right, right. Hey, I did. Uh, you know what? I did want to give a little music that I grew up on some shout outs. You, you uh, a couple episodes back, you played some X rated. So um, a little bit of history about me and, and my upbringing and, and the music that I kind of grew up on. I kind of want to get some shouts out because maybe it'll help people understand my point of view, you know, sometimes and in my visions. But uh, no, I grew up on like, first of all, what'd you grow up on? What was, what was, when you were growing up, what, uh, did you dabble? Were you like a multi-genre person? Were you a dedicated, like, you know, most people that are dedicated to country, like that's all they're really listening to is no, country. I, I had phases. I had phases. I went through. So, and you know what? I think that's why I'm like more well-rounded. I can tell you exactly where my phases were. Growing up as a kid, I was, um nothing but like michael jackson jackson five up until like maybe fifth grade or so and then like six maybe fifth sixth seventh hey, grade that, he, that was back when michael was michael yeah well, yeah when i was and see when i was a kid like i think um was around the time like the history album came out and, and okay man that was like like i think it came out like 96 or 7 and i was like what nine years old oh no then. oh yeah no no 96 or 97 he was michael yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was i grew up like see by the when i was a kid like i remember watching like the black or white video like when that was yeah and you know yeah. like and, and so um 
but again like when they'd have like marathons on mtv i i mean watch the making of thriller i don't know how many fucking times i saw the american dream the family about you know with um when you know about the family about the jacksons and all that so i that was all the way up until like maybe fifth grade and then like fifth sixth seventh grade it was nothing but like boy bands and pop music and like whatever was on the fucking radio is what i was into i was i was rich davis from like fifth grade to like seventh grade and then okay eighth, seventh eighth grade um ninth grade that was when i got i went more um like actually i think i started to dabble in some like music with my cousins and shit but that was when i got like into like the x-rateds and brother lynch hung and tech nine and and yep. that was that where i was just listening to nothing but that fucking um easy e i became like the biggest fucking easy e fan around that time like doug where i fucking was watching documentaries on him listening to everything he ever put out and then um let me see that was probably like ninth grade then i went probably i think i was more like i had like a little pop rock type of phase but then like towards the end of high school i got like maybe junior became like a diehard country fan and listen to nothing but country, right? 90s country, 2000s country, the Tim McGraws, the Brad Paisleys, the Alan Jacksons, that type of shit. And then right after high school, my buddy Chris introduced me to a lot of metal and like fucking um, like Children of Bodom, like I've mentioned a million times, um, fucking Cradle of Phil, uh, Lamb of God type of shit like that. And um, then of course throughout that, I had like a Bob Marley phase and shit like that. So, um, uh, I mean, overall, I, I don't know what I'm not into, you know, to be honest. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. See, for me, um, I was around everybody. Like I told we know we talk about it. I, I grew up in a pretty diverse neighborhood. Um, and, and obviously music goes along with that. So, um, you know, I, I used to hang out with straight stoners, right? Megadeth. And they had their little jean jackets with the patches. I knew them cats. Um, you know, I knew the stone, I knew the hippies, right? And they were all playing Bob Marley and, and Grateful Dead. Dude, should I went to some Grateful Dead concerts? Should I, I seen Jerry Garcia live, you know, but that wasn't my jam. You never, you never, I never had their music, but I, I went there and I was, you know, around it. Um, even now, I mean, I got, you know, a homie tip dog. He plays Christian music. My girl plays a Christian music. So I've, I've heard that, you know, that plays often. I'm around it. Um, again, it's not necessarily in, on my phone, but I, I, I hear it often. You know, country you know music. Let, let me let me interrupt you real quick because there's a couple of things that I even forgot about too. Like there was like uh, like grunge phase. Like you know, of course, and you can't go wrong with like Nirvana and shit like that. But when you said um, Christian Doug, there was even like a classical music phase when I learned how to play guitar that I went uh -huh. through. And then there was a Christian rock phase where like I was listening to like um, like everybody would do fist raise high. Let me hear your battle cry tonight. I don't even know who the hell sings that, but you know. Right. But there was a yeah. Christian rock, there was a couple of Christian rock bands that, um, like there there's some Christian songs that I I fucking dig that were Christian rock. So it, it's a trip that you said that because that's something else that triggered that a little another little phase I went through. You know. 
Yeah, and you know, my chick when she's trying to relax, that's what that's what she'll listen to. Like maybe you know, if she didn't have the best day at work, or just maybe the kids are out of control, or, or you know, anything. She just that's that's her way of calming down, and and it helps, you know. So I've been I've been around everything, and then the Vatos back in the day, like the old school Vatos, they were into heavy metal, Metallica, a lot of them, and then they they rap too. And and for me, my first tape I ever bought was Easy E. It's funny, it was Easy Does It, and then my buddy bought N.W.A. and we bought the tapes, and we took them home, and we dubbed them for each other so we each had the other one and um you know and i grew up on the dj quick high c second to none amg uh bitch better have my money uh you know but but a lot of it like my main my main background is a uh, bay area right so gotta give love to uh, you know obviously e40 mac dre messy marv um yuck mouth of the loonies spice one sibo uh brother lynch hung um, Master P, the early Master P. I think the last, the last Master P uh, album that I really fucked with was uh, Ghetto Dope. I did like Ghetto Dope. That was clean, and he had a couple of songs on maybe a couple TRU albums after that that were cool. But once he like submerged in New Orleans, and it wasn't really like that Bay Area flavor no more, and like he really blew up, blew up. Um, had major love for Master P because how do you hate on someone getting hundreds of millions of dollars? Um, but, you know, from what I grew up on, it, the sound changed. I like the Richmond, California Master P, uh, the ghetto's trying to kill me, Little Rick deep in the game, 99 ways to die, um, all that Master P. But, um, you know, obviously Too Short, Selsky, Snoop. I mean, everyone got to love Snoop, right? Uh, Richie Rich, The Click, you know. So that that's a little bit of my background. Back when, when rap music, I don't know, you know, I'm going to date myself a little bit. But, but you know, the, the Mac Dre's and the E-40s back in the day and the two shorts, it was deeper than just look at my jewelry and, and, and you know, I'm riding this and look at this girl. They were spitting game, right? Like E-40 would tell you, don't get gassed at two in the dark, two in the morning. That ain't smart. You know what I'm saying? Like he would, you know, always take the back route, you know, um, take a different route home. And you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, always rat heads get none but cheese. Like this 6 9 shit where it's cool that he told on everybody. E-40 got a song called Rat Heads Get Nothing But Cheese, y'all. And like we, we, that's just how we grew up. So a lot of me personally and my experience and background was based on the music that, you know, that I kind of grew up on. Although I was well-rounded, I'm aware of everything else. Like that's, that's what I fucked with and a lot of what, you know, a lot of it Man, about me. That's it. There's so, there's so much shit that, that you're just like sparking memories and shit, Doug. Like, like when you said Metallica, I never forget, like, well, I really got into Metallica for a minute with my, um, my homie Luis and his cousin Ralph, his cousin Ralph had this Bronco that had this fucking dope ass sound system in it. And I never forget hearing like one or nothing else matters or, you know, these type of shit where, where it was just fucking, fucking hitting and fucking, um, and with the fucking bass in it. And it was just like, fuck dog, I got into that shit. And, um, and then like when you were saying, uh, about some of the masterpiece shit, it reminded me of like, some like Biggie and Tupac that I got into where I was just like, who the fuck is this? Who, or what is it? Yeah. Is, is she said, call me or page me at 9.46 or 5.46 in the morning or whatever, you know? And, and right. I was like, damn, Doug, I, you know, it's so crazy because I went through so many fucking like, you know, genres of music. And Doug, one thing that I didn't even talk about that was like such a huge influence for my family was the fucking oldies and shit, the lowrider oldies. You know, the low right, right, the angel babies and the fucking, you know, sleepwalker and shit, the lighter shade of brown, bro, back in the day. Uh, Remember uh, that? Sunday afternoon.
Oh, bro, that's classic. Hey, another side note, bro. Check it out. So uh, when, when we were doing the, the hip-hop label thing back in the day, that Young Savage album, we were out in Reno promoting. And my other homie that listens, B. Riley, he, he was living out in Reno. And uh, I remember this was like 2003, I believe. And uh, we went to the strip club and we were promoting at the one of the – we went to all the strip clubs promoting the album. But we went to the to the strip club. And I remember there was a stripper, bro, and she was on me, right? But I was I was in a relationship and I was committed. So I was like, you know, I, I couldn't really fuck with her like that because she, want, she wanted more than lap dances. So I called the homie. And uh, he came down there, Brendan, his name Brendan Riley. So he came down there and uh, quickly he took her off my hands or whatever. And um, I don't know what his situation at the time, but he ended up hooking up with her. Well, long story short, bro, she was the baby mama. He had like a three-year relationship with her. And uh, she was the baby mama of one of the dudes from Lighter Shade of Brown. Oh, for real? And he pulled her at the strip club. Uh, you know what's funny about that is that you say Lighter Shade of Brown. I just made like a little playlist on my fucking um on my little iTunes or whatever, on my phone. And it was like lighter shade of brown. I had fucking um, Candyman fucking knocking boots. I had <laughs> I had so much like old shit. I had um, the Darkroom Familia A1. Oh yeah, knocking, knocking boots, bro, knocking boots. Now you're bringing back memories. That was great yeah, too. The, it's so crazy, Doug. You say one thing and it, uh, for some reason sparks like other shit. Like, I, like right now I talked about, um, have you ever heard of like, Darkroom Familia with like um, marijuana dreams or A1 Chonta or any shit like that. Probably if it played like the titles, yeah, like, like I said, it never was in my playlist, some, but I they probably played it. I'm sure I heard it. I'm for sure. I remember uh, I thought A1 Chonta was the dirtiest song of all time, but I thought A1 it was Chonta. <laughs> yeah, it, it went like it went like A1. Hey, bro. Hey, did, did they have a? Are they the ones with that song? Uh, Telemeto y no Telisaco? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, they should tell no, me. That's a good. Well, that's a great song idea. No, I had um, Doug. I even went through like, like I even dig shit. Like, there's some songs that are in like Spanish. That I don't. I dig them, but I don't even know what the fuck they're saying. I know every word to them. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, Fucking. Uh, uh, yeah, man. There's um, there, no. It's just crazy when I think about all this shit. Like. They, that I don't know. Maybe that's why I get I get along with like so many people is because like, fuck man. Like I think of like you said that Easy E album. Like I remember that Easy Does It with ruthless gangster definition. Oh yeah. Villain leaving shit mm-hmm. unlocked because he's still in. So call the yeah. police because that's all I could do. Uh, he get away without leaving a clue and I bring it back. Yeah. You know. And you know what's crazy is I feel stuck once in a while, man, because I look at these new cornball-ass rappers, like I said, with 69. He thinks it's okay that he could publicly go on national TV and snitch on someone and come back and, like, it's cool and people support him. Like, when I was growing up, no one's fucking with you after that, bro. Like, you're done. That's it. You're through. I don't care what you got or who you are or whatnot. You're cut off. Your ghetto pass is revoked. You ain't ever coming to a neighborhood again. You better not do a venue at one of them little rusty-ass uh, strummers downtown or, you know, one of these smaller venues because someone's going to get your ass guaranteed and like a lot of this stuff they talk about where they're showing money like on ig and they're showing their location like i'm old school right motherfuckers are gonna rob you bro like you can't be showing 50 100 g's on ig and your location like you are asking for trouble doing that and um I don't understand these cats, man. And a lot of them, like little Uzi Vert, they're wearing purses and chokers. And I mean, I, I know we're in a different time, so I'm not judging them for doing it. And if that's what you want to do and it's acceptable, go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? That's 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 the look you're going for. Hey, more power to you. But I can say respectfully, I don't understand. Yeah, I just no, I don't under I don't I, understand, I, bro. I, and that's I, 
and and it, it also it tra but it translates too because it translates to the music so i think there's a lot of it that i just don't get a lot of these new ones you know like i just don't get it dude and i don't hate i just don't listen you know what i mean you know there's um it's funny because you say where these dudes are talking about snitching and shit and like there's on the easy does it album where they're like you ever been and they tell easy -E, they have somebody interviewing them you ever been in, involved with an arm robbery he's like you mean a 211 you know and then he's yeah like, they're like how exactly does that go down he's like wait in for what did he say wait in for the something he's like i got another trick up my sleeve and then he talks about like going into the actual path and um, right like, fucking yanking those fools and like it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Now, now these fools are talking about like fucking. I fucking told on these motherfuckers, and you know, like which is the opposite. It's the opposite, bro. Why, go, you know, for everyone out there that wants to know a little bit, you know, about my thought process and how I think, go to watch that American Gangster where they did the American Gangster on Mac Dre. I for you, you those of you who are listening, the difference between Tech I mean, Six Nine, Mac Dre did five years in prison because he wouldn't acknowledge that his homies were gonna rob a bank. He didn't do it. He wasn't even there. They got him for conspiracy. All he had to say was, yeah, I knew they were going to do it. And he wouldn't have went to prison. He went to prison for five to seven years. He got out in five because he wouldn't even acknowledge that he knew they were up to something. And this motherfucker's over here telling on people and putting people behind bars. He doesn't have to even do a simple acknowledgement and he's doing five years. I think Jay Diggs, if you guys want to look in, he did 10 in the robbery. And it's like... These guys over, it's just, it, it's, and then you you brought up, you know, X-Rated. X-Rated did 25 alive for a double murder, right? He didn't drag nobody down with him. He did, if he had accessories, the cops didn't know about it. You know what I mean? And he literally did like 23 of them years before he got out of prison. Those are the motherfuckers that I grew up with that got respect that, you know, if they're going to do the crime, motherfucker, they're doing the time. They are not living in the moment so much that they're going to rat and compromise their, their dignity and manhood because they made a mistake. They can't fucking, you know, deal with the consequences. Doug, you know what's crazy that you mentioned about X-Rated and him, um, you know, doing 20 some odd years in prison. I remember, I never forget, I was talking to my cousin, Junior, who, um, if you're listening, um, shout out Junior. He, he fucking, I remember him talking to me about X-Rated, and I think I mentioned it on the show before, but um, I never forget, we were talking about X-Rated, and we were talking about how he was going to get out in like 2019 or some shit, right? And uh, right. I remember us thinking about how many years into the future that was. We were like, fuck, that's crazy. And it was crazy because I seen him on YouTube like a year ago um, being interviewed. You know, he's out of prison now and shit. And it just right. tripped me out. Like that, I really felt like I was fucking like dating myself or put my, it was like reality check. Like 20 years had gone by since we were having that conversation. And now this motherfucker's out of prison and, um, you know, doing interviews on YouTube. It was, it was crazy, you know? But check it out. And, here, and here's what society, the fucked up world we live in, don't understand, right? 6 9 is acting more of a fool now than the dumbass was before he went in. He's starting beefs with McMeek Mill. He's up to the same old shit, and it is very obvious. His little bitch-ass, punk-ass did not learn shit. Right. Because mm -hmm. he got no appreciation for none of that shit because he didn't do the real time he was supposed to X rated. It, it, you think they didn't put his ass in solitary? You know, like, oh, he was in protected custody. He was he was, was PC up. 
No, he was PC'd up. And, and the thing is, but he, what they did by not disciplining him the right way and allowing him to snitch is they actually made the monster worse because he's worse now than he was when he went in. If you look at X-rated, someone that killed two people, allegedly, but did time for it, you know what I'm saying? And he got out. He's changed his whole life. And really, on, on like the music side, he's back touring with Brother Lynch Hung. I think they're on tour somewhere now, him and Lynch. You know what I'm saying? But And he really did this shit. 6 9 was no gangster. He was a wannabe-ass gangster that got caught up in the situation. And that's why he told, because real gangsters wouldn't have did no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? He was playing the part. The problem by them not making him do his time, he's still out there playing the part, and he's worse than he was, whereas X-Rated, who really was about the shit he was talking about, mm -hmm. did his time and actually used it as an opportunity to change his life. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's crazy when you look at it, man. And and, and that's why I only fuck with them old school rappers because they're still spitting game. And I'll tell you this, bro. When I when I did get into the music industry, a lot of that shit is fake. And they say don't believe you know 85% of what you hear or see on tape because half of this shit is fake. And and so it's it's really a wake up call when people that are talking about Bentleys and this and that and the other are living in the projects. You know what I'm saying? So when you roll up on them and you're trying to do some music with them and they're in the PJs, you know, and you're like, what? I thought you were talking about Lambos and Ferraris <laughs> yeah. and shit. And, you know, I'm picking you up. Like, how did that shit work out? You know what I mean? But so I got a lot of love and respect for the people that are about their business and do what they say they're going to do. And I just these new cats, man, I, I don't I just don't understand, man. I try I try to stay relevant, but no, you know I'm what's not funny. It, there, no. There's a there's a, a track that X rated had. Um where where we we um okay he says do you remember was it liquors and triggers do you remember that shit yeah i don't love you ho i don't love you ninjas all i'm giving the fuck is about my liquor and my liquors trigger. and my triggers yep absolutely bro. Off when i'm off that oe Dog, i completely forgot about that shit until you were talking and i sparked another memory that's his best cd bro the exorcist that was the bed the whole thing was recorded over prison or no he was in sacramento yeah. county jail that he was in Sacktown. And the whole thing was recorded over the phone. And, like, it's a little hard on clarity, a little bit. But, bro, he was lyrically, like, he was spitting it. And that shit was real. He'd only mm. been in there for, like, three or four years. And he was just, it was raw and uncut. Like, I don't know, man. I, I don't want my music to be like the movies where, you know, when it's all said and done, Superman really can't fly. Like, I'm not mm. into all that, right? Like, I want, I, if you're if you're spitting about it, I want to feel it. And, and and I don't know, man. I don't know. My music can't, can't be like Spider-Man really don't stick on a building because I get disappointed in yeah yeah no i feel you man um but you know what i think i think we're gonna have to uh, yeah. i think we're i think we're gonna finish up here um, oh with, with or without a magnum oh yeah yeah um oh you know what? actually it's it's funny that, that we've been doing this shit because um i actually had an mcn event the other day for work and uh -huh. It was I had a fucking I had a, a white button up and a tie and fucking um it was funny because like um it, it was I think we do this shit every week that it was it was so much easier to do that shit and just like feel comfortable, you know. But the only yeah. thing that made it a little awkward is that like I took my microphones and I took some lights and all this shit and I had all that shit up in my office and so people that were walking by like we're asking like, oh fuck, like why do you have all this shit? And I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna do the event tonight. And they're like, okay, but why do you have it? You know? And um, yeah, some of the people that I was like, oh, you know, I have a podcast. And then they were like asking like, what's it about? 
And then it was funny because some of the people that were asking, I was like, oh, fuck, there ain't no way in hell I want them to listen to it, you know? But, um, yeah. like, there, there's this old fucking Mexican dude um, that was asking about it. And if he's listening, fucking, he, he's listening. Like, ain't shit I can do about it. But he was asking me about it. And I was like, oh, man, I'm like, I don't want this motherfucker to listen. I'm like, but um, but it, it was just, it got a little awkward when people asked me, well, why do you have it? I'm like, I don't want you to fucking, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, I like to record shit. I have a, you know, I was just like, it, it made it really awkward. But but anyway, it, well, that, man, well, that's, it was fucking cool, man. Well, that's crazy, too, because, you know, when I did work for the grocery store, I held back a little more. Um, you know what I mean? And when I worked for the, the healthcare company, I couldn't really tell you all my true opinions about COVID and based, you know, cause I was employed there. So I didn't want to say nothing about the company or nothing like that. So it definitely, you know, I got a job now that I'm a little more free. Um, you know, anyone that knows me knows I love to burn, you know, I love to smoke and, uh, professionally though, obviously my priorities come first, but in my time I like to smoke. Uh, but I kind of held that back before because of you know, my jobs and whatnot, cause I'm a true professional and I wouldn't want any of my colleagues to think anything different of me. But, um, you know, I was kind of same thing, though. With that being said, we still talk about some controversial stuff sometimes. So I didn't necessarily want to tell everybody that I worked with either, because that's the last thing I wanted them to do at the water cooler was talking about the shit I said on the AV after show. But later, you know what I mean? But now <laughs> it's all good, man. And I'm going to I'm spreading the word like a pair of cheeks. There's only there's only certain people like that, dude. Like, um, but but for the most part, a lot of like um, everybody, I mean, that I work with pretty much knows. But um, but it's just certain like older people or like like you know that where you're kind of like, oh no, you you know me one way at work, you know, and then you hear me you're talking right. about of all oh, I'm giving a fuck is about my liquor and my trigger. You're like, whoa, right, right, idea, wait, hey. I didn't know Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fitz talked like that. I didn't know he indulged. What does it mean when he's off his OE? When he's off, when yeah. he's off his OE, you know? <laughs> right, right. What does that mean? Is he off that uh, OE now? <laughs> does he have any triggers at work? <laughs> That's so stupid. Like, it's so funny, though, because it's, like, it's true, you know? You it's true. Like, you can picture it going through somebody's head, you know? Uh, oh, for sure. Oh man, but I think we are gonna wrap it up, dog. And then fucking, um, well, well. Epi- oh, you know what? I forgot about the major announcement for episode number seventy-three, dog. I said there was gonna be a major sure. announcement. Here I'm waiting. I've been waiting all show. I thought, I thought you were never gonna tell us, bro. We we have a major announcement about episode number seventy-three. This is gonna be um, the last show that I'm gonna do. Uh, what? With my, bra- with my braces. <laughs> oh, okay, so, cool. So yeah, I get them off Wednesday. It's gonna be dope, dog. By episode number seventy-four, I'm gonna look like a real grown-up, and we're gonna fucking dog. By then, we're gonna have to take some fucking some publicity. I love turtles and shit, dog. We're gonna have to, <laughs> you know. We're, we're yeah, gonna, hell yeah. We're gonna have to well, goon it so, up. We're gonna have to. I'm about to get a uh, get ready. We we'll have to take some because we got to do something, man. We got to get something cracking. Yeah. Spread the word. Spread the word. So all I gotta do is drop like 150 pounds, and then fucking we're doing this shit, dog. <laughs> I, and for all for all the listeners out there, I had a dream, and I think Jesus came to me and said that for every five people you tell about our show, He will bless you. So just keep that thought you in had mind. The same dream. You had the same dream. That I did. I, had last I, I did. I do, and I want everyone to be blessed. So please go tell five people so you can so, have your blessing. You know what Camino and Rich say is that if they agree upon something, that it's fact, right? Well, I think if if Kukui and I are having the same dream, then it, it's got to be true. Gotta be true. Right. So, 
If you want to be blessed, just go tell five people about our show. Tell another five about the CNR show, Covino and Rich on Patreon, and uh, you'll be double blessed. This is um, going to be easily the longest show we've ever done. Yeah? Yeah. I think All right. We're, we're, we're at about two hours, so so fucking nuts. I was planning to do an and, hour, and... Um, We'll make up for we're making up for last week, bro. Because I know we we know we want to apologize. We know we're a little choppy. So please, all of our devoted listeners, please look past it. We're doing the best we can. Um, we appreciate yeah. you, and uh, we and gave remember, you extra content week, this week. Next week, I'm gonna I'll have my microphones and shit. I have my microphone right here. I just can't fucking plug it in. So, Kui sounds dope this week. I sound like shit. But next week, we're both gonna be fucking dope ass audio. It's gonna be nice and appealing for your ears. So. Everybody, and if make spot, sure if, you tell your friends. If Spot doesn't quit doing uh, Sunday yoga and, and change it to like cooking or something, uh, I'm gonna have to have a junk cam. <laughs> I'll play yeah, it. I'll for just, sure, man. Come on, Spot. Quit with the Zelda and the yoga, bro. Give us some some behind the scenes. Show us some of your cooking skills. Yeah, I I, I dig the. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll be honest. I, I say we're gonna wrap it up, but I got a couple more things. Um, I I didn't mind Spot Zelda shit. Because I don't give a fuck about Zelda, but just like sitting there in him bullshitting, it kind of reminded me of like when you were a kid and you were playing that kind of shit, like, you know, with your cousins or your brothers or friends or whatever. And you're right there bullshitting. You know, that's kind of how it was. Spot was just bullshitting with us as he was playing. So it kind of took me back. It was a throwback that I didn't mind. Yeah. No, I I watched it. It was cool. I'm just talking shit being a dick. But um, I like the Egg Mountain. Spot got some cooking skills, and uh, if he wants, if he's gonna feed my brain with anything, I I don't necessarily want to be Zelda. Show me how to cook some cool shit, cause I like to cook. So I'm putting in my request, Spotty. I'm just talking shit, being a dick. Keep doing what you're doing. No one's complaining about the extra content, cause uh, we're just glad you're giving it. But uh, sneak some cooking shows in there. Go to Maria Menounos' house and uh, give us a fucking inside that tour or something, dope. bro. That would, right? that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> Let us have the inside cupcake challenge. I know. I, I would dig that. You know what? I, I need Spot to hit her up, and 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 we could have uh, Maria Menounos and Spot Cupcake Challenge. You know, behind the velvet velvet rope. That would be dope. Behind the uh, velvet cakes, bro. Definitely. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. For real, for Ooh, real. Well, episode number seventy three. Your boys Alkakui. DZF baby, better known as D or Daniel J. Fitz, Daniel Javier Fitz, if you listen to the Cabino and Rich show, which I'm sure you do. So until episode number 74, Epicui, you have any parting words before we bounce? I'll give a couple of my little nicknames out. Gavzilla, Gavs, a.k.a. Gavachino. Uh, you know, a lot of people know me as Gava, um, El Kukui. You know, I got many different names. If you're yeah, truly five, from the five, neighborhood. Nine. Is it 559? Yeah. Yep, five five nine. But truly, tell me, hey, real quick, tell me if I'm wrong. If you're from the neighborhood, bro, tell me you don't have four or five different nicknames. Um, yeah, I got fat boy, fat <laughs> anything with fat in it. Shit, um, I even got a belt, yeah. bro, for my for my lady. She even got me a belt that says El Martillo on it, bro. So also known as the hammer for for you gringos out there. <laughs> you hey, know, maybe 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 what was it? El Martillo. Martillo? Yeah, pica, hammer? pica, pica. Yeah, the hammer, hey. bro. Hey, you taught me something, dog. So. Maybe I, hey, maybe I'll show it off on the, the next episode. I hope you don't show off the hammer on the next show. No, the we belt, bro, the belt, not the hammer. Oh, the, the yeah, belt. No, right. the, the belt, belt, yeah. Belt. Hey, but maybe if they buy enough Twitch tokens, I will. 
<laughs> we'll have an OnlyFans exclusive. So if you guys are, are interested in the hammer, just make sure you check out OnlyFans.com slash the Hey, bro, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a Valentine like Greg the hammer. I'm just uh, Kukui the hammer. Kukui the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, if somebody All right. by your by your name as a kid, it was disrespectful. <laughs> yes, please do not. I don't. You know what, bro? I'll be honest to God. Out of all my friends that I that I grew up with, and I still hang out with a lot of them, bro. A lot, a lot of friends from from middle school and and even elementary school, man. I you know, we've been going on some long ass friendships. Ain't not one of them called me by my real first name. Yeah, none of them. You don't know none the of them. Real first name. It, it's been mentioned before at, in a random show here or there. So go back and listen to all of the shows and see if you can find it. That's our yeah. It matter right? from. Matter of fact, yeah, if you can find it, I'll give you a subscription. That's another giveaway we'll do. All right, cool. And they, hey, but you can't just tell us the name. You got to tell us where it was and what episode so we can go back and verify. And if you want bonus, you're going to have to show me my GER certificate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Episode later, number 73, Al Kukui, your boy D. We're heading out. So, baseline trade. Come on, take us out, homie. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens. And come and spend a day in the 757. Yeah, no.